Good morning, everyone. Seven minutes after the hour of 8 a.m. It's Saturday. It's August 12, 2023. Tommy Galop, your morning mayor in the house. Shane Matalbin, half man, half amazing, is in Kamloops, Canada. <laughs> Good morning, Shane. How you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm terrific, Eagle Man, because you, you make the day. All right. Tom and Shane making radio again. Just think of us as mental floss for your brain. And uh, Tom and Shane, living like it's still a free country, Shane. We're living like it's still a free country. And uh, well, we, well, the internet tells us we are. Cause yeah, we, that's we, true. We, yeah, yeah. We're we this, can actually see each other. All you people out there, we, we, we do a lot of hand signaling. That's right. Just yeah. to keep the show flowing. We are this close to being actual entertainment. That's correct. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, it's and middle it's not, child. It's not a category we're entitled to for any kind of award. That's, that's true. Uh, it's middle child day, Shane. Uh, any middle, middle children in your household, family, uh, whatever? That, yep, that, that would be me. I'm in the middle. You're a middle child, are you? All right. Yeah. Well, all you moms and dads out there, if you got a middle child, uh, today is their day. Uh, do something special for them. Uh, the older and younger regrets. Uh, lock them in a room somewhere with a bowl of water and... You know, leave them alone and uh, take the middle child out to a movie or uh, something special. It's also Even international. Cream cone. Yeah, it's also International Youth Day and National Bowling Day. And for those of you who appreciate really good music, it's National Vinyl Record Day. Excellent. And you know, bowling is the largest indoor, uh, most popular. Yeah, and largest indoor sport in the U.S. Uh, mm. And then, of course, pool. Yeah, there you go. Two. All right, everybody. Ping pong falls into third place. Yeah, and it's also National Garage Sale Day. So if you're having your garage sale out there, uh, hope hopefully that goes well. We, we, we don't we don't have garage sales up here. You don't? Why we, not? No, we have. Is there a law? No, we have a yard sale. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah. we're old english here we're oh, okay english. you're the you're the old timers so. yeah, that's right. <laughs> well we had some interesting things happen this week shane uh august 9th uh, 1974 nixon resigned the presidency and uh gerald ford uh took over that post gerald ford the only person not elected to vice president and not elected to president by the population and changed his name. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. His his uh, his house. His name uh, birth name was uh, King, and I told his mom was he was going to run for Congress in, in uh, district in Michigan, and she said, "Well, you'll never get elected to congressman with the last name King." So he he changed his name. His last and, name. Yeah, to Ford, and yeah. then ran in that district. Yeah. I wonder if he'd been elected if he was King Ford. I don't know. I, don't know. I agree with his mom. I don't think he would have been elected mm -hmm. with the last name King. Okay. <laughs> Vote for the King. Yahoo! That's it. <laughs> well, I want to start off with something not on our list, Shane, because I just found it as we were going on the air. The Air Force has detected unsafe levels of a likely carcinogen in samples taken at a Montana missile base where a striking number of men and women have reported cancer diagnosis. The discovery is part of the Air Force ongoing investigation, and at least nine people, I guess, who uh, worked on the uh, at the military base um, 
these these guys, I had no idea, Shane. They're called missileers. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> space force has to have special That's right. Yeah. for special people. Look, <laughs> you know, it's quite remarkable when you think, uh, you know, for better part of 50 years, people have worked around uh, nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the, the remarkable thing about uh, purified uranium is, is it does radiate, like, through everything. I oh, mean, sure. That, you know, that's why they use it for x-rays. But mm -hmm. anyway, long story short, uh, I watched, the, you know, uh, a segment because of the Oppenheimer movie. It's so exciting this week, this year. And so last night I watched some old uh, film on the bikini effort that the U.S. had. They, they were, they were going to have three. Uh, in 1958, they invited the world to the bikini islands Mm -hmm. They were going to drop three bombs, uh, one in the air, uh, one in uh, the on top of the water, and one is, is below the water. Mm -hmm. And they brought 190 old ships from World War II and stuff, put them in there, wanted to see what happened to them. Anyway, long story short, they blew off the the one above the ground, and the, some of the ships survived, but some, a third of them sunk. But when they dropped it 90 feet into the ground, the, the wave that came up did two things. It, it, uh, it expanded the radius and of, of uh, contamination of, of uh, uh, radiation. And uh, the, the place is still radiated to this day. So it, that, you know, it's a nasty thing to put, you know, obviously we now know it would be a nasty thing to explode nuclear weapons in the ocean, not to mention what it would do to the fish. Mm -hmm. Well, that would certainly be true. And, uh, yeah, at least nine current or former members uh, of missileers at Maelstrom uh, were diagnosed with that uh, non-Hodgkin's uh, uh, lymphoma and uh, rare blood cancer. So let's take a phone yeah. call. 406-522-TALK is the number. 406-522-8255. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Hey, good morning, Sunshine. I'm so glad I got through today. I missed talking with you guys the last couple of weekends. Well, there you are. Hi, Nancy. How you doing? Oh, uh, Tom, she calls you Sunshine. Considering the state of uh, the union, uh, I just want to say that uh, uh, it looks like the progressives, I mean, uh, the progressive leaders in the, in the whole world, they seem to be under threat. We just saw another one assassinated in Ecuador. Uh, you know, the globalists, the deep state, they're not giving up. Uh, and giving in very easily. Uh, and I'm really worried and concerned about former President Trump because that's the only thing they haven't attempted yet is assassination against this man. And I just want to say that I really have a lot of respect for uh, Donald J. Trump and his fight against the deep state. And he's got my vote uh, next November no matter what. I don't care if I even have to write his name in the slot. I'm going to vote for President, former President Trump. End of story. But what I want to talk about is basically, uh, maybe you can help me out here, about finances in our country. It seems like uh, the United States is becoming uh, uh, a country of renters instead of property owners. And I'm, I'm thinking that it could be foreign investors and uh, domestic investors. And uh, there's a push, you know, for these 15-minute uh, cities uh, by the globalists and the World Economic Forum, and I think they're behind a lot of this. As a matter of fact, since 2005, the number of renter households has grown 10 times faster than owner households. 
and uh, there seem to just be big uh, changes that are happening in the home rental market. And I just want to say that uh, we're seeing this in Missoula and Bozeman, especially here in our state. And no matter what we try, they keep raising taxes and they keep trying to get more welfare and, and things like this. It's not going to work. I think the the solution here is going to have to be congressional. It's going to have to go through our Congress. They're going to have to uh, pass some legislation to uh, make uh, housing affordable in our country once again. But uh, I don't know what you think about that, but that's kind of a frightening thing here. Uh, and, of course, we have an um, administration that's out of hand. You know he's giving Ukraine more money. He wants to give Iran $6 billion for um, exchange in, uh, for five uh, American prisoners. And it, it's just unending. And Tom and Shane, I really don't know. We've got another year of this screwball in the White House. Maybe. Uh, I, I just don't know where we're going to head here. Help me out here. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe we'll have him for another year. I don't know. Shane doesn't think he's going to make it till, till the end of the term. So I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. So. Well, I, I think he'll make it to the end of the term, but I think within the next four months he'll withdraw from the election. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing about the, uh, the housing, unfortunately, the Fed raising interest rates, the uh, housing... Uh, uh, the uh, interest rates on housing has gone up, and that's one of the problems that we're having with uh, housing. Uh, and as you know, housing kind of dictates everything. That's where all the economy comes from is uh, is house sales and, uh, you know, uh, people going out and buying stuff for their homes and all of that. So uh, that's, a, well, that's a concern. Well, Tom, what about investors? It seems like a lot of people are, in, are buying um, homes and they're turning them into rental properties. That seems to be mm-hmm. one of the big issues. This seems to be one of the uh, the problems. Mm-hmm. Well, that's always been the case that the real estate's always been an investment for you know for for people. Uh, here in Bozeman, the Airbnb folks, uh, uh, the city commission took that on. I think Tuesday night, and uh, so they're they're putting a lot of restrictions on what you can do. Uh, with Airbnbs or um, you know rental rental rooms or rental uh, property, whether you live in it as your primary residence or whether it's a part-time resident or whatever, but it's it's pretty confusing. But I th- I think a lot of people now uh, are stressed that um, the other day uh, New York City and Manhattan uh, average rent fifty five hundred bucks a month uh, in Manhattan to rent a rent a yeah. uh, you know a loft or something well do i have time to share one more thing sure go for it okay uh you'll appreciate this story it has Mm -hmm. to do with a military veteran uh about a year ago there was an older couple that bought a house next door to me in my neighborhood here and they go back and forth uh to arizona and and billings montana because of family Mm -hmm. and they have a they own a business uh 45 minutes from yuma arizona and of course that's where so many illegals are crossing into our country and this year, one of their other daughters and son-in-law followed him up here in an RV. And I was talking to him. He's a, a military veteran. He was a medic in the Army. And uh, he told me that him and his wife and their two kids, six, age six and four, were living in this RV in an RV camp because they couldn't afford the rent in Yuma, Arizona, which was $1,700 a month. And he said the illegals are getting everything free. So in frustration, they came up here to um, Montana, 
And uh, they just bought a house here in my neighborhood. Um, it was used as a rental, and the people sold it to them. It's just an old, you know, a miner's house like I had built around 1910. And uh, it's a two-bedroom on a 40-by-150-foot-long on a foot long lot and a one-and-a-half-car garage. But I'm so happy that they got a home of their own. So everything we're hearing about the Southwest and the rents and the illegal getting everything for free is true. I mean, these people are telling me, from from fact from from experience yeah all right nancy thanks for the call appreciate it thanks for listening uh, bye-bye take care all right what do you think shane housing in uh, canada kind of a tough deal interest rates in canada yeah well it's not yeah it, it is she's absolutely right the premise of the the whole problem of course is the cost whether you're paying a mortgage or rent it, it for anything small is 16 to 2 grand mm-hmm. a month 1600 and uh, over 2000 a month for you know anything over uh, you know a thousand square feet mm-hmm. but the other the other side of the storm the other side of the coin is is that there's over 16 million homes currently vacant across the United States mm-hmm. you'd think China was the, uh, the, the worst but it's actually Japan over a thir- almost 14% of the uh, homes in Japan um, are empty uh, Japan, like the United States, has a very significant number between 60 and 80 percent of individual homes uh, for people to own, and there's so little space in Japan anyway. But China's still the ringleader. They, they you know, they they have uh, 20 ghost cities. They have 65 million flats and uh, another 30 million uh, condos, but almost 100 million now empty, and now they're starting to uh, tear down. And demolish uh, these uh, ghost cities they built, uh, you know, when coming up, coming up on 30 years ago, mm-hmm. back in the uh, 1980s uh, through the 90s, mm-hmm. and to build their economy. And uh, it's pretty remarkable when you build a city or think of a city being built from the ground up for 20 million people and no one ever bought it. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just to keep the people si- employed. You know, just to keep them busy. That, well, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so now they're demolishing the ones that they built and yeah. reusing everything to build build uh, uh, more and, you know, closer to where they hope people will buy them. But, it, it, yeah, globally, it's this a problem. There's not a country in the world that doesn't have this problem. Occupancy for rental housing is over 95% around the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ownership of home, of houses is quite substantial. The most most of the homes that aren't occupied, like in the U.S., are just either demolition houses, like mm. you know Detroit and sure. New Orleans and stuff mm. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's where we that's where we find ourselves. So, yeah, well, pretty remarkable. In other news, um, yesterday uh, <laughs> Friday's supposed to be a slow news day, Shane. Or if you want to dump stuff on on the news media, you do it on Friday, so nobody will notice. But uh, A.G. Uh, Merrick, thank God he's not on the Supreme Court. Mer- uh, Merrick Garland uh, appointed appointed David Weiss again, a special counsel to uh, go after uh, Hunter Biden. And this this really muddies the water, Shane, a lot uh, on this investigation. Well, right off the bat, he's breaking the law. Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, before you even mention David Weiss or talk mm-hmm. about what's going on, I mean, uh, appointing a special counsel uh, under the law, mm-hmm. by law. Yeah. 
The rule of law. So he's breaking the law. You're attorney general. Mm-hmm. You have to hire a special counsel outside of the government. Right. They, they can't be someone that works for any agency. They can't mm-hmm. be somebody who works for the Department of Justice or, you know, it, it's got to be somebody brand new, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't know the case, comes in, you know, everything's mm-hmm. been gathered. This guy's been doing it now for five years. This case, yeah. Hunter Biden, he's been mm-hmm. the Biden expert. You, yeah. They all make a big deal out of it because he's in Delaware and that he was appointed by Trump. But he was appointed by Trump because two Democratic senators recommended him and Trump, you know, mm-hmm. wanting wanting to make friends yeah. and, 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 and develop some relationships, took, you know, took their suggestion. And what a nightmare. So yeah. There you go. yeah, it's uh, been bad. But, well, where it muddies the water is that uh, the GOP wants to subpoena the whole Biden family, maybe even including the president. And this this thing with Weiss is going to put the kibosh on that. That's not going to happen because uh, anybody who comes in in front of the oversight committee is just going to say, I can't comment on anything that's under investigation. And the whole family's under investigation. So, you know, it's a moot point as far as uh, this. This, I think, was an outside ploy by Garland to stop uh, go, stop the uh, oversight committee from going after Hunter. Well, it's a punt in, base, in baseball, right? Yeah. So who who picks it up? The pitcher, the catcher, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. or does the guy get to, or does the runner get to first base? I Who's going to see? Yeah. 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 But uh, the other side, the other side of this, of course, is, uh, you know, what 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 has happened now is it's pretty clear that, uh, by, uh Hunter's going to court. I mean, he's going. He will have. Yeah. There will be a, a a trial. Hunter will go to trial, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's in Delaware and and Weiss's mistake with that judge that comes up september 1st and uh, no matter what they say i i think mm-hmm. based on what she said about the deal and 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 just devoured them mm-hmm. uh, she'll set it she'll set a court date now will it be before january 2nd or not we'll see i i would mm-hmm. tend to think after five years it'll be yeah. sometime in november mm-hmm. that she'll Mm-hmm. you know, set a date and, and say, well, let's go. Or yeah. it could be September. She could say, mm-hmm. she could say at the end of the week, okay, you know, yeah. 10th of September or something. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it could be, a, it ain't going to be in Delaware, uh, though, apparently. Uh, it'll either be in uh, uh, California or uh, uh, Washington, D.C. No, that's D. where they'd like to move it. But right now it's the, in that judge's courthouse in, in Delaware. And uh, well, I, I don't I don't see her agreeing to move it somewhere that, that well, it isn't, isn't that she has to agree to it. Uh, the the offenses were committed in California and uh, D- D.C. So, you know, they're going to they're going to take it. I, I would guess they're going to take it to D.C. because you'd have to bust in Republicans for the jury. <laughs> OK, well, <laughs> the, the case will go forward. That's the, that yeah, it'll go somewhere, I guess. In, in uh, Delaware. Yeah. There could be two or three cases like Trump. There could be one in California. Oh, there could be, yeah. There could be one in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Yeah. You know, they could charge him for other things in other places. Yeah. But he's going to trial. Well, apparently, it seems like it. I, I didn't think he'd end up anywhere near a courtroom, but I still wonder if he will or not. But uh, we'll see as it's coming up. So. Well, uh, when this thing collapses like, yeah. a da- like an ice like an ice dam mm-hmm. or a mud dam we made in our backyard as kids, yeah. uh, you know, he, he'll be in jail by the 
whether it takes two or three years, Hunter will go to jail. Yeah, I. He'll be he'll be the fall guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to jail, but. I think that's the only way the Democrats can clean up this mess with Joe. Well, they they have to throw Hunter under the, under the, bite, under uh, under the, well, the bus. They're, so. they're going to have to hold, yeah, throw so, the whole family under the bus. I think. No, no, they just they got to throw Hunter under the bus. So mm. Uncle Joe will say, "I can't run. I have to. I have to help my son through this." Okay. <laughs> well, as you know, Shane, the IRS whistleblower showed up here not too long ago uh, talking about Hunter's, uh, uh, you know. Weiss letting the uh, uh, statute of limitations run out on uh, his taxes from, uh, what, 2014 and 15 or somewhere in that neighborhood. Staggering, but, yeah. staggering reality, yeah. Yeah, but it seems the IRS has lost millions of sensitive taxpayer records at two different agencies. So they've got, they've, they've got these boxes. <laughs> boxes seem to be the thing in politics these days. Yeah, Shade, we've got boxes of stuff. It used to be the zip drive. Remember? Yeah. So now we've got, well, we got boxes of zip drives, I guess, uh, that are missing. Two boxes were empty when they went to look at them. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know if they've looked at Biden's garage. That seems to be the safest place to keep documents that you want to save, you know. Uh, so or, or make sure no one looks at it. Yeah. Well, millions of business Nobody individual tax records, uh, which should have been transferred from a closed California storage facility, were missing. Uh, additionally, thousands of records could not be found at a Utah warehouse. In both cases, the IRS stored these old records in microfilm and uh, backup cartridges. So we'll have to talk more about that when we return. So, You bet, Commander. All right. <laughs> Inflation ticked up 3.2% in July. Setback for Biden and the Fed. So, uh, well, we'll keep an eye on that. We got a lot more to do. Uh, will Joe Manchin flip? Was uh, he going to go independent? We're going to talk about that when we come back and some other, a lot of other things. So stay tuned. Tom and Chain on Saturday. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everyone. 27 minutes for the top of the hour. It's Saturday, August 12th, 2023. And uh, Tom and Chain on Saturday. Hey, if you'd like to be a part of the big broadcast, it's easy to do. Uh, give us a call, 406-522-TALK, 406-522-TALK, or 406-522-82, uh, what is it? <laughs> I don't even know, 8255, I think. <laughs> oh, gee, Shane, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long day. <laughs> Let's go to the phone, see if we've got anybody on the line. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's going on? Yes, it has been a long day, gentlemen. <laughs> it's a great one. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, Shane, and I'm grateful. Um, Nancy made a great point when she called, and that was mm -hmm. on the, the topic of these hostages being released for an uh, unbelievable amount of money. Mm -hmm. And I remember a president several years ago named Barack Obama who did the same thing to get hostages released. Yeah. And it seems all they do is take more hostages to get more money. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't get where that. I don't understand. Mm. Is that money that they're going to receive these these Iranians? Did that come from things that we had held back or something we had put a freeze on? Or yeah, it's fresh it's, new it's uh, yeah, it's accounts we froze. Uh, in the case of Obama, he sent a pallet of cash from the U.S. <laughs> to to Iran. 
<laughs> oh, okay. All right. So and this, this is, is actually we... this is actually money the U.S. government froze in South Korea, if you can believe that. But yeah. That that's the power of your government. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Korean government Wait, is whoa. 65 billion. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. We're paying Iran money that we froze from South Korea. Yeah, 65 billion. Yeah. So for, you you heard it here first. Wow, for six <laughs> hostages, that's ten yeah. point that's ten point one billion per hostage. Sounds well, fair. That was the, that was the first report, and and other, and and also uh, 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 people you know that, that they want freed from the U.S. government and and that are imprisoned Iranians. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, and now I understand. Now remember, this is Persia. Iran is Persia, and it's yeah. Shia. Yeah, oh, yeah. Totally different oh, yeah. religion. The Sunnis yeah, yeah. hate them. You know, okay, yeah. the Sunnis hate them, and and uh, you know, and so th- this is a this is a major play. Uh, the, the the remarkable thing about about it is is I'm reminded of Obama. Remember, they were all from uh, Guantanamo Bay, five Afghan uh, terrorists, and they all signed pleas. That they wouldn't go. That they would stay. They would stay at home, and they wouldn't and behave. Get, you know, they would, and behave. And of course, the minute they landed back in Afghanistan, they were in the field. And two of them are in the government to present day. Uh, one in the military, um, you know, running, helping run the military in Afghanistan. So, mm-hmm. hats off to Obama. You know, not only did he send people home, but people that. Um, get to run the government. That's a, that's a pretty well, good deal. You go from yeah. that. That sounds what they want to do with Trump: have him go to jail and then mm-hmm. go to you know go to yeah. be president. So yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's why they call Obama the big guy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. You agree with that, don't you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to deviate from that, uh, <laughs> Shane. He is the big guy. And by the way, yeah. Tom, you made a very good point. The mm-hmm. bribery status in all this, it does apply to the family. They could bring the family into uh, into um, into court or um, mm-hmm. uh, into investigation because they did receive the money. Yeah, you know and and it could tie to um, the president uh, because of their tie to him as well. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, and and another thing is, let's face it, they're not going to give it directly to to Joe. No. But they're going to give it to the members of the family. This way, mm-hmm. when Joe leaves office or whatever, the family can take care of him with all that money. You make sure that mm-hmm. that beach house is up on stilts in case the uh, sea the sea levels rise. Well, you that's know, that true. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and right now, you know, uh, Hunter has already admitted uh, to the feds. That you know he paid for his father's uh, rent and, and different things and expenses. Yeah, yeah half half my salary goes to the to now, dad. Under yeah. the law, that, that yeah, yeah that, that, under the law that's illegal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it, it, right. it, it, it's a it's a federal crime, but it's it's a bigger federal crime mm-hmm. if that money comes from a third party and then is spent yeah. on uh, you know his father. Mm-hmm. So he, the money doesn't have I... to go directly to Uncle Joe. I mean, yeah. even if it's through his son, mm-hmm. you're talking conspiracy and fraud and and treason. I mean, uh, because if, if it's if it's from countries that uh, obviously you have co- a conflict with, mm-hmm. that would be treason, right? Yeah. Right, Tom. Tom, you mentioned something that um, earlier, and and Shane did also that Garland. 
um, violated the law when he appointed uh, Weiss as the counsel. And mm-hmm. we know that the yeah, and it's a 28 CFR 600 point whatever that, yeah. that mm-hmm. thing was. That's now, some 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 talking head out there who has a national talk show said it was press its precedence because Bill Barr um, uh, appointed Durham. Was Durham in the government at the time when he appointed um, when Bill Barr appointed Durham? Was not, Durham part? Not that I'm aware of. No, well, wasn't he a Connecticut? Was he a Connecticut Attorney General or former? he was previously? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah I I, I don't remember him being part of any government agency. Oh, at the time no, he, he was appointed, he was independent. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he all was right. independent. So, all right. I want to say Mueller was too. Mueller wasn't part of the government. I don't think. Oh, okay. But but we, he had, but he had Durham had experience because he put a. Uh, the governor of uh, Delaware, I think it was, or Maryland, was the other in jail, and two FBI agents. So he'd had experience. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. And 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 another thing, did, you know, the president was out there um, touting his green energy policy. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. another uh, one of these green companies went bankrupt, and it, I think the name of the company was. Proterra or Proterra, they were supposedly building electric buses. Yeah. Yeah, this is Did the you one your vice this? president was talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because I have, have a, a window on it. Yeah, Proterra, it's a, it's a relatively new company, 2004. Yeah. But uh, $53 billion is part of the budget of Biden last year. And this company uh, up front got $10 million and was supposed to receive already. Hold on. Over a billion, over a billion dollars from the U.S. federal government, they're the only company in the United States that was building public uh, buses uh, for school and cities, and uh, they and they went public in June 2021. Stock climbed as high as fifteen dollars. It's it's now at twelve cents. They went bankrupt. No one wanted their buses, or they were they were trying to sell. Uh, uh, batteries as well but no one wanted the batteries either so here you go another well, seven, uh, that was 500 million so yeah they're, they're not yeah. sure how much this come the government doesn't know how much great one the government your government hasn't said how much money uh that they did get so we'll we'll find out what was loaned and given at some point well, the problem is, uh, Shane, taxpayers lose because the taxpayers are paying for this, correct? Well, no, because your vice president loves buses, electric buses. He yeah. thinks it's great. Yeah, well, the, the energy secretary was invested in this company from what the report I read. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did volunteer so, that so somebody, before the Congress. Yeah, yeah she, made, she made money on this. But the funny – somebody brought it up, and I forget what show I was listening to, that the fleet was – is about – that was don- that was built was for um, Philadelphia. And what they did was they did some inspections on these buses, and these buses have plastic chassis. Now, I'm saying to myself, hang on a second. You have a plastic chassis on a bus that's going to be holding how many people? In Philadelphia, no less? I mean, the roads aren't the greatest in Pennsylvania, for crying out loud. I've lived there. I know what it's like. Well, their production but, output was 199. So they've been around since 2004. So you're talking about like 12,000 buses probably, you know, in 10 years or whatever. Well, you think they put out that many, Shane? 
Well, they supposedly had three hundred nine million in revenue, and you know, mm -hmm. the, the, I, I don't know. Well, how can you? Thirteen hundred employees. Well, Shane, how can you build a bus with a plastic chassis? It's not a Tonka toy. Well, let me let me let me interject here with uh, let's let me bring some clarity to this conversation. Um, I don't know, please. I don't know, Jerry, if you've ever tried to open any electronic component you bought at Walmart without uh -huh. a chainsaw to get into it. Uh, <laughs> I I would say a plastic bus. <laughs> it it won't dent. <laughs> So, so that's my uh, that's my point okay. on that. So yeah, <laughs> I have tried to get into those things, Tom. I don't want to buy any electronic component at all because. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's got a, in the first place. It's got a big plastic case on it that's too big for you to shoplift it. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about the size of a quarter, and uh, the packaging is the size of a small Buick. Uh, I'm going to leave everybody with a, a little bit of a mm. note. If you can, there's the air show is on in Billings, and if you want to watch oh, yeah. the actual, if you actually want to watch the Blue Angels work out, I think it's being televised on Q2 television. Okay. Yeah, all so right. So if you can't get there, if you can't get there, watch it on TV. Okay. Well, Thanks last one. Well, yeah. One last thing, Jerry, before you go, the, uh, the go principal, ahead. the principal reason this, uh, bus company went bankrupt, this electric bus company is because they were trying to make flying buses. So oh, not again, Tom, that won't work. <laughs> Chimney crickets. When are they going to learn? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's their problem well, though. <laughs> Well, uh, right. that's why uh, that's why you're my adopted son, or vice versa. Glad. All right, man. <laughs> Thanks oh, for the way, call. Did you get a haircut, Tom? Huh? It, 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 you did get a haircut. No, no, nope. I'm, oh, I'm, my stars. I'm way below the collar right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. All right, Pop. All right. Take care. Thanks, See Jerry. Take care. All right. All right. Well, let's see. I, one of the things we were, we were talking about earlier, and I got to correct one of our textures, uh, Shane. So, yeah. But we we're talking about the IRS losing ta the tax information now. So, Do yeah, documents. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, so, ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the personal tax uh, and information uh, in these backup cartridges is key information that could be used to commit tax fraud and identity theft. And at the facility in Ogden, Utah, they discovered seven empty boxes that should have contained 168 microfilm cartridges that hold up to uh, 2,000 uh, photographic images each. That doesn't sound like very much, Shane, 2,000 when you're talking about the pages of a tax return. But anyway, uh, the contractor for creating the backups uh, went out of business in 2018, Shane. <laughs> we, got, we, got no, we got nobody to back them up. And uh, the IRS also cannot find 188 boxes of the microfilm cartridges that were supposedly transferred from its processing center in Fresno to Kansas City and um, just five months after the California location shut down. And it didn't disclose the exact number of missing documents. Uh, the report said an average of 42 million business tax records and 190 million individual tax records were, show, uh, were stored. Uh, for 21 and 22 alone, 
and um, IRS Wage and Investment Commission um, Kenneth Colburn uh, responded to the report saying the agency's reduction in staff who was redirected to higher priority jobs was responsible for the unknown whereabouts of the records. So, so much for hiring 87,000 agents to keep track of these of these records. So, so that's well, where that we find sad, ourselves. But th- 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 there, there's nobody in, there's one person in, in a storage facility because everything else is on videotape. Mm-hmm. Right? Th- th- yeah. There's absolutely no need to have two people. Yeah, and if, if, some, if mm-hmm. someone's going to come in and rob it, the they only want one mm-hmm. person as a hostage. So, yeah, yeah. Th- th- mm-hmm. this is all, uh, once again, a clear example of uh, trying to create a new cycle for misdirection mm-hmm. and using something that everybody will look at because it's the IRS. Mm-hmm. And third, uh, not, not having anything to say other that, uh, than your government's mm-hmm. incompetent, the people at the IRS are incompetent, and the one guy we have working at the storage facilities incompetent so mm-hmm. yeah that's not saying a lot is it yeah uh hunter failed to file will tax uh, will pay taxes and go on well <laughs> tell that to wesley snipes and a couple other guys that's so uh, how about the police captain in uh, baltimore <laughs> yeah sixty eight thousand dollars in back taxes and pay and he's going to jail for a year and loses his job mm-hmm. so yeah. uh, and he's black yeah, there you go. Excuse me. He's an African American yeah. black person. Yeah, and, and and you know probably a conservative. You know he's a police yeah. chief. Mm-hmm. Not not certain, but you sure. Know, I, I, mm-hmm. you know I'd pull that little stick out of somebody's hand. Look, it, it's just uh, all over the place. I, I mean, it, it's uh, it's staggering to realize you know that this week, um, and we're only in August. Uh, over twenty five thousand people have been killed in your country this year mm-hmm. with gun violence. And, and of course, that's down from pre-COVID numbers. Over 50,000 a year people die from, you know, gun violence in your country. And that's like a war zone anywhere else in the world. Yeah. All right, from our text line, 406-478-8298. Um, IRS whistleblower was a Republican plant and a Biden hater. Well, the IRS whistleblower was also under oath. Well, but I, I love the first part of his comment. It was an IRS plant. Yeah. So, like, the IRS planted him there? No, a Republican or, plant. Uh, I, huh? Republican plant. Well, I, I, I'm, that's, I'm playing the devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah. The point of it is, is mm-hmm. yes, th- this is how incompetent, you know, mm-hmm. the people are. It's like, uh, your, your FBI head that you know walked yeah. over quietly mm-hmm. with some agents to Trump's White House, you know, just to ask some questions to create, uh, you know, uh, the, mm-hmm. the Russia Russia thing. I mean, like, mm-hmm. no, no, no FBI agents or the head of it's gone to Trump's White House or Biden's White House and wanted to just you know, let's have a conversation. I want to talk to you about a couple of things. Okay. You know, there you go. No, no, no. All right. From our text line, 406-478-8298, for the love of Pete, when will you guys admit there's no link to Joe Biden for and his son's grifting? I will admit there's no link to Joe Biden at all. None. Zero. So far. I liked it so far. That was yeah. 
you, you cover your ass as well as your don't I though? That's that's what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm there in this is, chair. There, there is a link. There is a link. Um, it's been going on uh, for your president's entire political life. Uh, they just got better at it when he was vice president. Uh, you you cannot do the things that uh, him and his son did in 12 to 14, those two years of the second term of Obama and him as vice president, um, and not clearly be involved and in, in, um, a benefactor of, of what's already been admitted. So, uh, mm. you know, well, Hunter's already admitted to paying for his father's expenses. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and that's, it's, that's what his testimony is. Well, yeah. And that's that's illegal as well. You can't pay a politician's even even a family member is not allowed to pay member, the yeah. Uh, yeah. expenses of an of a. Uh, so whatever. any of these twenty yeah. any of these twenty companies mm-hmm. that receive money from the offshore yeah. mm-hmm. uh, grifter friends of Hunter and went to any member of the family and mm-hmm. or expenses for uh, for uh, uh, Uncle Joe, he mm-hmm. can't resign, but he will not run. He, he can't resign because mm-hmm. the yeah. thought of having your mm-hmm. president sitting vice president become president, yeah. it's not because she's black. It's mm-hmm. not because she's a pagan uh, Hindu. It's not because she's a woman. It's it's not because she's from from California. Mm-hmm. And it's not because she got 2% of the you know, response for running for president. And that was in California. Yeah. It's just that... <laughs> No, everyone watched her for what two years, including the the election in 2020, and nobody wants that. I mean, it's bad enough that he falls down. Mm-hmm. You know, she just has to open her mouth and start laughing. That can you imagine? Oh yeah, a year. Mm. Oh, a year of that. Oh my God. Nope. I, that'd be that'd be tough to <laughs> that'd be tough to handle. So, but uh, but yeah, there's uh, so far. Um, there's no smoking gun. There's no direct payment of any kind that anybody has found going to Joe. Other than Hunter confirming it was done. Yeah. Well, other than Hunter paying some of his bills, but that's, well, that's illegal. Well, I know, but yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. they're not, they're not going to go after him for that. <laughs> Who Hunter or your president? Either one. <laughs> well, I told you they can't, they can't, they can't impeach him. They don't want to do that for two reasons politically stupid because mm-hmm. that interferes with them getting stuff done and mm-hmm. and number two just make it a dumpster fire so it doesn't go away and uh, they can counter anything they do to that, that biden and his his group does uh, to trump mm-hmm. with uh, you know just continuing to chase the rabbit hole of uh, under biden it's it's a it's a good mm-hmm. tit for tat we'll see who wins yeah. Well, I can see I can see a good reason why the Democrats would be in favor of impeachment of uh, Biden. Um, that would be the way to get him out of there. You live with Kamala for what eight months? Um, what's the big deal? You know, neither one of them are making the decisions anyway, so it really it's a, it's really a moot point. And Gavin Newsom comes in to save the day. Yeah, but if Biden steps back and says, "I'm not going to run." Then he can play the victimhood. You know, he can play. I'm, I'm being the victim. Well, so what? So you think that's bit better politically for the Democrats than than uh, Camilla in the White House? 
Well, no, they'll either keep him there or they'll impeach him, one of the two. I just what I said, you think they'll impeach him, I think they'll leave Well, him there. I, I didn't say they would impeach him. I said the Democrats oh, okay. have a good reason to impeach him. Well, they, they don't control that, the, the Republicans do. Well, the Republicans want to impeach him, too. So if the no, Democrats are on board... Him. No, they're, they're just going to start an inquiry. You know, just well, yeah. Daddy. Well, yeah. that's the first step in impeachment is the inquiry. I, 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 yeah, but for political reasons, it's to keep the uh, the Biden dumpster fire burning. Yeah, well, maybe. From our well, text sure. line. Here's, here's the first burn thing right mm-hmm. off the bat. They subpoena members of the Biden family and through the... Media, we find out that none of them are going to uh, ad, uh, accept the, uh, you know, the request to, to come before you, the House be, mm-hmm. because it's all being investigated. There's an investigation. I mean, all that just adds to the dumpster fire. Anything they hide behind or anything mm-hmm. they deny or anything they say just adds to the bun- dumpster fire. And makes, and makes Joe more of a victim as time goes on. That's right, which causes him to walk away. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. From, okay. our text, from our text line, 406-478-8298, uh, Trump is more likely to go to jail in a few months for pretrial detention than Hunter Biden is likely to go to jail ever for real crimes. Well, uh, anything anything that the, that the uh, U.S. Uh, Department of Justice does in regard to Trump, is a loser. So, yeah. Again, we're talking Paul. This is purely politics. So, anything you do, you have to have, uh, you have to discern mm-hmm. what the political reaction is going to be to it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, if the Democrats haven't figured this out yet, they're just you can't mm-hmm. vote for them because they're just stupid. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. every time we 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 hit them with something, mm-hmm. especially after something comes after one of us, you know, like the president or his son, well, that's coming after you. You yeah. know, every time, mm-hmm. he, the next day, someone, you know, charges mm-hmm. uh, uh, Trump. I mean, uh, just have, everyone, everyone's telling the same thing on TV now, even the networks that are starting to cover it. You know, uh, the, the Republicans come up with something on Hunter and, and Biden, bam, they, they come after Trump. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it, it's tit for tit. It's like Tweedledee and Tweedledum, only the Tweedledee is Trump so happy they're doing it, and the Tweedledum is the demolition party. Tweedledee and Tweedledumber. All right. <laughs> we got to take a break. Top of the hour. We will return, though. Hey, we've got to talk about Joe Manchin. Uh, is Joe going to become a uh, independent? Also, the Capitol Police blows the whistle on the cover-up of January 6th, so we got to talk about that. And Secretary of State, uh, boy, we've had a lot of businesses uh, growing in Montana. We're going to talk about that when we come back. So stay tuned. A lot more Tom and Shane on the way. Seven minutes after the hour of 9 a.m. It's Saturday. It's August 12, 2023. Tommy Gallup, your morning mayor in the house. Shane and Tom and half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, Shane, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin says he's thinking seriously about leaving the Democrat Party and declaring himself an independent in the 2024 election when he will have to decide whether to run for a fourth Senate term or wage a third-party bid for president. Uh, so uh, what do you think, Shane? think he's— uh, Well, 33, 33 seats are up. 20, uh, 
are Democratic seats. 11 are Republican and three are independents. Of course, the independents are Cinnamon in Arizona and uh, Bernie Sanders and Senator King from Vermont, New Hampshire. Interesting aspect of all of this is that uh, even the press on a bad day is suggesting that the Republicans have the best chance in a long time to take control of the Senate. And uh, with him moving away, now... now uh, they, they they don't have a majority, you know, her vote, the vice president who's president of the Senate, that's her job. Everybody doesn't know it, but that's what the Constitution is. The va vice president's the president of the Senate. They just sit there and preside over the Senate, but no no vice president does that. No. Don't know why. It, it, they have know, a Senate pro tem, I think, that sits up there. Well, the Senate pro tem is the fourth in line to the president. Yeah. And it's uh, the majority party picks the eldest senator to mm -hmm. take that position. So yeah, it's uh, it's one of these things you look at. Einstein. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's not running. She fell down this You're week. You're kidding in me. She's not running. No, she's she's 89. I, I think I she's had a run. Well, she's in her prime. Come on. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Falling all over the place. Yeah. Well, I, I know uh, a, a lot of people like Joe. He's stood up to the party when it wasn't, uh, you know, to his benefit to do that uh, on many votes. Uh, so, um, well, more he, likely, he, he, if he, he, even if he, he was an independent, he'd caucus with the Democrats. I know, but he, yeah. he improved his legacy because he did vote against uh, several issues mm. uh, that, that came before the Senate. Nobody really paid attention because they didn't want to give him any credit or talk about it, particularly yeah. mm -hmm. the media. But it's interesting because people like Mitt Romney are up. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. they, they say he'll win by 62 percent. I, I don't you know, I, he has to win the primary. We'll see where that goes. Yeah. And then Uncle Bernie in Vermont. And as I mm -hmm. said, and King in, in uh, New Hampshire, they're, they're independents and socialists. Mm -hmm. uh, it, so it's, it'll be across the board interesting look. Marsha Blackburn's up for re-election in Tennessee. A lot mm -hmm. of these are from the 18, uh, 2018 election. Yeah. And again, what's interesting about this is is that uh, when you look at the uh, the list of who's running right now or declared, uh, it, mm -hmm. it shows that uh, um, we're we're looking at uh, thirteen Democrats. Republicans and an independent and uh, that uh, they have plans to run for re-election. So, you know, 19 of the 31 are people running again. And uh, you know, that's that's quite amazing that, you know, there's over 10 or well, almost a dozen new new candidates. So mm -hmm. that that's where the whole issue will fall with who controls your Senate. Yeah, will be those 12 newbies. Yeah. Well, I think even if even if uh, <clears throat> by some stretch of the imagination that uh, Trump does get the nomination and works his way through all these lawsuits or whatever, even if he doesn't, I guess, um, and wins, uh, he's going to be looking at a Democrat House and a Democrat Senate. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Abortion's on the ballot. It okay. will be. Yep. The great eagle man's prediction. That's it. I'm predicting it. So, yeah, not going to happen. So. All right. <laughs>
It won't. So, well, we'll see what uh, what Joe decides to do. Um, I I think he probably will go independent because um, that'll make him more powerful in um, in his home state. So we'll see. Well, let's see. Former Capitol Police Chief Stephen's son uh, told Tucker Carlson in a controversial interview that everything appears to be a cover-up as it pertains to the January 6th protest at the Capitol. Although Fox News kept that interview under wraps, the National Pulse has begun releasing segments where Sun provides uh, critical insights into an event that has been used to great effort uh, by Democrats and other um, uh, forces uh, for uh, President Trump. And um, so... We'll see. So when speaking to uh, Brand, uh, they conducted this interview uh, with this guy, and uh, I never thought it was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracy uh, by temperament. I never thought that. And then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police, and uh, in that interview uh, that was never aired on Fox, by the way, I was fired before it could air. So... This guy's been a uh, police uh, officer for 30 years, been head of the Capitol Police uh, from 19 or from 2019 through the protest, but he resigned on January 7th and claims uh, the uh, Nancy Pelosi and others were uh, uh, that there was a failure of a leadership at the top of that. Uh, so that may come into play with uh, Trump's uh, uh, Trump's uh, uh, trial coming up on that, or his indictment, I guess, on January 6th. Well, yeah, the indictment has released his lawyers on the government and everyone involved in the January 6th uh, review, particularly in Congress. And, oh, then what did we find about this week? 40% of the information that they took in mm-hmm. on, on uh, the January 6th committee hearings, uh, it's mm-hmm. disappeared. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All those records are supposed to. All those records are supposed to be kept by what's it called? You know, the same guys that were fighting with Trump, but not mm-hmm. Biden or anybody else holding them, or Vice President Pence. But you know, Trump becomes a target by, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the you know the government agency that's supposed to keep these things, and they can't even maintain uh, the documents from from the January sixth uh, committee hearings. So, mm-hmm. it, again, it's a federal crime for anybody on the committee or anybody involved in the committee to uh, destroy documents, meaning they're responsible for them. So even if a third party destroyed them, they're, they're, they've committed a crime. So, again, it's you're right back to where no accountability, complete incompetence, and let's cover up, cover up, and try not to get caught because, you know, it's it's always a guy. It's always a little guy. Like Hunter, mm-hmm. that gets thrown under the bus. Well, this guy, uh, this FBI uh, or the Capitol Police uh, uh, captain, uh, sent a letter to Pelosi saying, "Perfect hindsight does not change the fact that nothing in our collective experience or our intelligence, including intelligence provided by the FBI, the Secret Service, the Department of Homeland Security." And the D.C. Metropolitan Police indicated that a well-coordinated armed assault on the Capitol might occur on uh, January 6th. So That's just not true. We all know that. We now know the FBI had people involved and they were mm-hmm. following these people. That's what they do. 
The, the mm -hmm. FBI was created for internal uh, security, like the CIA was created for external security, number one. Number two, uh, they, they've covered up the fact that Trump offered them 10,000 uh, you know, National Guardsmen to protect the Capitol, and they turned it down. No one wanted it. Uh, they didn't, they didn't uh, call up uh, extra police or Capitol Police even to, uh, you know, protect the, the, the Capitol. Or, you know, they, they found other reasons to put a fence up, but not that day. So, yeah, the, the whole thing is a, a, a cover-up of a massive conspiracy of corruption and incompetence, which no one will be held accountable for. Yeah. Well, he was writing in the letter to Pelosi that prior to the 6th, the FBI and no one else gave any indication there would be a problem at the Capitol. Well, again, that, that's not true. The FBI internally had people telling the head office in Washington that there could be a disturbance, but they did nothing to follow it up. It's similar to what happened on 9-11, you know, when field agents mm -hmm. reported uh, foreign um, people learning to fly, but they were only interested in in uh, taking off, not landing. Mm -hmm. Well, Shane, um, you know, on our show, we have an intelligence gap. Um, you know, there's the high end of intelligence with Nancy and, uh, uh, you know, the great one. Uh, <laughs> and low intelligence on my part, I know. I know. Well, no, uh, the, the low intelligence is on the part of the texture. That I'm going to read. Oh, I see. Uh, well, yeah, uh, it's a blind response. So yeah, they're, they're, yeah. So well protected. Yeah. Yeah, you do a good job of that, Eagle Man. Yeah. You know, you, well, you, if you want to know, involved. yeah, if you want to gauge the level of intelligence of people listening to this show, here's a great one uh, from uh, our text line 406-478-8298. Maui on fire. Trump focuses on self. There you are. So I guess Trump was supposed to do something about this, this fire in Maui. Of course. I, yeah. I, I don't know. So anyway. Well, it's a terrible thing that you bring the yeah. fire up. But yeah, it is terrible. Of course, the loss of, the loss of life is terrible, but yeah. far less than I would have mm -hmm. thought having been there. I've been there about half a dozen times to that specific yeah. island. Mm -hmm. Been to Hawaii quite a bit. But uh, it's just, I, oh, Lahaina was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I. I, I know mm -hmm. that uh, as well as any, even here in Kamloops, any little mall that I've walked down to, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it was an incredible place. The, the, the real sad thing is that um, there were a lot of art dealers um, on the main street. So I, I don't know how many managed to get any of the artwork out, but none of it was inexpensive. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you saw uh, Oprah Winfrey is there. Her home was gone. She had like a $20 million home, six, 10,000 feet, whatever. Mm. But, but all the homes along the waterfront are gone. And so you're talking probably close to three or $400 billion in uh, property destruction. And it's just one of these things where you, you look what fire can do, uh, how it got started. Uh, no one seems to really know yet, but I'm sure mm -hmm. they'll figure it out somehow. But you, it, it's mm -hmm. amazing because... You know, for the last two or three years, we've been watching the volcano on the Big Island, you know, and, and how it crept along and consumed mm -hmm. homes all the way to the ocean, mm -hmm. like this fire did. Only, you know, that took, what, two, two three months for it to do it, right? And yeah. This was in a matter of hours. It's, 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 it's horrific. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's sad. So, from our text line, 478-8298, uh, no one goes to jail for failing to file, then filing. Well, <laughs> Hunter's, Hunter's lawyer paid his tax bill. So, <laughs> well, tell that to the police chief of Baltimore. I was going to say, yeah. Or Wesley Snipes. You can tell it to him, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no one goes to jail for lying on a firearms application, then gives up the firearm. Well, Hunter didn't give up the firearm. It was found in a dumpster near a school. That's Which how they traced it to him. And that's where he admitted throwing it. But uh, this person is, you know, you just have to go look at the FBI mm. uh, site that we uh, reference about gun ownership yeah. uh, and, and the Brady bill and, and everything we've talked about. Mm. Uh, you know, th- this is... Well legislated, uh, there are all kinds of laws that just aren't being enforced, and mm-hmm. by by Joe Biden, so that all these twenty five thousand gun crimes that have killed people can continue in your country. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just it's typical Democrat. You know, talk about mm-hmm. the problem, don't solve it, so it gets worse, and it's always in the news. Uh, from our text line, 478-8298, Biden gave away millions of acres of land to who? Well, <laughs> he, it wasn't that he gave it to someone. He gave it to stop someone. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he made uh, the uh, Grand Canyon a monument. I thought it was a monument before, before Shane, but apparently not. So. Oh, it's a national park. Yeah. Uh, you give it monument status, you can increase the acreage, which is what he did. To protect it, yeah. To protect it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, 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 if, if you wanted to increase as a national park, he'd need the House to approve and the Senate to approve it. Yeah, because they've so got to fu- they, they, they fund it. they got to fund right. it. Yeah, That's right. But by executive mm-hmm. order, he yeah. can do this and, 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 and uh, you know, expand the area yeah. covered. So if it expands the area around... Um, the uh, park or around the Grand Canyon, I guess. Uh, this is where uranium not mining was planned. And so, uh, yeah, that, that would be off limits now. So um, we successfully dodged that bullet chain. Well, that's, you know, I'd like to say that, that that's a great story for the media to, to bring up. But the real thing that uh, he was trying to impact is the heap leaching with cyanide of desert floor uh, dirt and and you know to mm-hmm. to impact the uh, gold uh, production in in, in the, the state of Mont- and Nevada which is quite significant mm-hmm. on the basis of how much gold your con- your country you know, produces every year mm-hmm. so yeah it's uh, mm-hmm. the your uranium issue is is you know there's so many sides to it uh, it's mm-hmm. it's one of these things that you look at and how it came about and mm-hmm. we've gone through it. We know the story. So, yeah. What's the opposite of progressive? Regressive. Uh, Trumplicans want to take us backward to the 1940s when America was great. Women had no rights and knew their place. Uh, so, is Trump somehow? Can he amend the Constitution somehow, Shane? That I'm not aware of. <laughs> I don't, no, I, he I don't can't think so. I think women got the right to vote. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in the Constitution somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you got to look at the fact that the, the you know the, the demolition or the Democratic Party, you know, they've been yeah. doing for 120 years. You know what they're doing now. Yeah. So it, it, this started back in the late or the early 
1918 yeah. with the president at the time who had a similar problem yeah. that uh, that Mr. Biden did. And that was that his wife, they claim, was running the White House. So sure. it's, it's, I mean, how this stuff like verbatim repeats itself is just amazing. Yeah. Tell me what crime Hunter Biden has committed and then show me someone else uh, who's done the same thing and went to jail for it. Let me ask you, uh, what does plea bargain mean to you? (laughs) Well, everything they've investigated him for. Wesley Snipes and the St. Louis uh, police captain both went to jail for similar crimes. Right. I mean, everything that they're investigating Hunter Biden for Mm -hmm. Is uh, if he's charged and found guilty, is jail time everything? Yeah, from the gun to the drugs to the bribery, the grifting, uh, mm. paying family expenses, and all, I yeah. mean the list is like, mm. I like I said, under the bus he goes again. Yeah. So let me understand. Joe Biden is a fable, old, incompetent man. Uh, Hunter Biden is a crack addict, but somehow they are stable geniuses that got tens of millions of dollars and hid it from the authorities. Wow. I only have two words for you. Devin Archer. Uh, Yeah. And and a brand new uh, uh, car for for Hunter Biden. I mean, that was the one thing you had to get a giggle on. I mean, the guy from Kazakhstan or Pakistan or whatever, you know, one hundred and forty thousand three hundred and twenty dollars, whatever it was, mm-hmm. so that you know, and, and then the next day he goes out and buys a Porsche for one hundred and forty thousand dollars, three hundred and twenty. Well, there you are. So, so clearly, so. clearly, there's some yeah. kind of communication, phone, or by email or internet or whatever. Yeah. I need a new car. Here, much. This is the one I want. This is what I need. Boom. Yeah. Well, Archer's testimony. Uh, he uh, he wasn't sure how, how Hunter got the car. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but he ended up with one. Yeah. But they discovered how because of the the money transferred to one of the twenty companies for that yeah. specific amount mm-hmm. that he, you know Hunter then used to buy cars. So yeah. Follow the money, baby. Well, Nancy just told us the whole problem with America. Sadly, it's the Americans. Instead of fight, we chose flight. Uh, We go to work, pay insane taxes, so the invaders get the free stuff. Every species on this planet will fight for their lives. America doesn't anymore. Land of the the fee. That's where we are. (laughs) Yeah, it's a survival of the fist, you know, survival of the capitalist. That's yeah. That's what capitalism is. You either survive or you don't, it, it. It, and it's all by choice and effort. So, yep, pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. Even if Manchin leaves the Democrat Party, he'll still caucus and vote with him. That's true. He'll uh, more than likely he will stay with uh, the party that he has branded as not a good party. So, well, if he, he look, the governor is thinking seriously of running against him mm-hmm. in Virginia or West yeah. Virginia. So th- this is a political move. McAuliffe, isn't it? Uh, if the, I'm sorry? Is McAuliffe, isn't that the governor? Well, but the point is that yeah. he's making this political move because mm-hmm. if the governor does decide to run, then, then he will announce it. I, well, I've left the Democratic Party. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a political move to yeah. win, win, win his seat back. Mm-hmm. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gay uh, sends us uh, this text message, felon with a gun. Yeah, that's there you are. 
Got a fellow with a gun. That's That's pretty funny. On the News Network website, uh, KZBK, I saw this too, Shane, and I was surprised. Um, I believe it showed a two-year-old girl who was visiting all the national parks or whatever, and she's uh, been doing this for a couple of years since she was a baby. I don't find this to be newsworthy at all. I was going to say, I don't remember anything I did at two years old. I don't know about you, but... I don't think I'm going to remember no. the parks. <laughs> my my first memories are from four and five. Yeah, I think that's true, too. So, All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment. Still have a full hour and a half to go here this morning with all this fun. And what could be better? <laughs> what better way to spend your Saturday morning than with Tom and Shane? We'll be back with more great stuff because we've still got to talk about, uh, well, the historic Supreme Court case could impact peril the entire u.s tax code what's up with that so we got to talk about that also judge warns trump uh statements about the election could speed a trial so we'll talk about that when we come back as well stay tuned a lot more tom and shane on the way right after this 27 minutes for the top of the hour it is saturday it's august 12th 2023 happy to be here with you tom eagle up your morning mayor in the house shame and tom and half man Half amazing is in Canada. And uh, mm-hmm. well, Shane uh, Jinping, uh, Xi Jinping, I should say, to be correct, and Putin uh, made this deal back in uh, 2022 that they were going to unconditionally support each other, I believe. And uh, now uh, there's no indication that Putin gave Xi a heads up about uh, invading uh, Ukraine, but. Uh, the uh, nevertheless, China refused to support the United Nations resolution condemning Putin's unprovoked uh, aggression. I didn't hear anything about the United Nations resolution of any kind about Ukraine, but in, right. uh, instead, Z parroted the criminal line that NATO expansion uh, poses a mortal threat to Russia's security. So, so I don't know. These two. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's obvious these two want to control everything between their two countries and everything from Indonesia to Great Britain or Scotland. <laughs> See, when I talk, uh, when I stop, you talk. I, I, I know I've said that before, but it, it was funny what you said. I had to laugh. Look, I think that the issue between China and Russia is misrepresented. They don't like each other. Mm-hmm. They have the longest border in the world, yeah. two countries uh, that have nuclear power. The only other country with a longer border in that situation is uh, India and Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they constantly fight over a mountainous region in the north that has never been decided on. So, yeah, these things stand independent of themselves with everything else that's going on. But my, the bottom line, and I, I like saying this, so I'll say it again today. You know, let Russia and China take over the world. Let them go by, build all the roads and rebuild all the cities and provide clean water and, you know, build those coal plants anywhere around the world. Mm-hmm. Let them do it. Why should you or our country invest any more money in the world when it's been to no benefit of our own? The remarkable thing is no matter how much money in the last 70 years that Canada and the United States and Europe have invested in the third world to help either move them into to a developing country, um, is that 
uh, more people still want to come to Canada and the United States than anywhere else. No, there isn't a single country you can really tell me that people aren't wanting to get out of that we, you know, we haven't sent billions or trillions to. It, it's just been a massive waste of, of money. So stop it. Mm -hmm. don't, you know, we don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. Well, I'll disagree a little bit because if if the if they take over those areas, it's it's would be really detrimental to us because we. Um, we we're seven percent of the population, and we supply probably fifty to sixty percent of the world's goods, and I that would stop. You, I, I keep okay. I I keep telling you, um, you know that you need to play risk. I, I mean, just just look at the demographics mm -hmm. uh, and what would be required to take over the world as, mm -hmm. as it stands right now with eight billion. Mm -hmm. You would at least need a standing army of a hundred million. So it's a police force in China of four million. Uh, it's less than two million in 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 Russia, mm -hmm. and and right now nearly sixty percent of that is involved in the Ukrainian conflict. So the the, the numbers aren't there. You know, it's I, it's the old story of Golda Meir making peace with Israel, Sadat, and uh, he got shot because of it. But the reason was very simple, demographics. Egypt was the only Middle East country with a large enough population to defeat Israel. So mm -hmm. if they could make peace with Egypt, mm -hmm. there would be no major conflict they couldn't win. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that you just, there, uh, I can give you another dozen examples like that. So, yeah, no, they're not going to take over the world militarily. Ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if they want to go spend and convince these countries and you know, fine, let them. I mean, you tried it. For in the last seventy years, how many countries the CIA tried to overthrow? Remember, seventy-two. Oh. We, we were we were yeah. into that story eight years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I may remind you that uh, Adolf Hitler took a bankrupt nation and in four years controlled almost all of Europe at one now point. Look at Sadat. He tried, or not Sadat, but Saddam Hussein. He mm -hmm. tried to do the same thing. You know, he fought a war against uh, uh, Iran, uh, against Iran, and then, mm -hmm. then he tried to attack Saudi Arabia and, and took over Kuwait. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, this is this this is not uncommon. But this he wasn't really... Russia or China. <laughs> well, neither were they when they started. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, at any rate, um, you know this. Uh, uh, Russians are paying a stiff price for Putin's uh, dreams. 50,000 soldiers killed, tens of thousands maimed. Their heavily sanctioned economy has contracted. Uh, their leaders are shunned as uh, pariahs by other great powers, and Putin himself can't travel freely abroad lest he be arrested for war crimes. So, uh, you know, they're, they're between a rock and a hard place over there. Both countries are, are in trouble. Uh, you know, China, China's economy is not good, regardless of what they uh, uh, report. Well, of course, it, it, why would that be a surprise to anyone? It, it always is the alternate of what needs to be dealt with with common sense. So, uh, again, you, you're faced with this situation, which is more of a it's a policy decision and how it'll be looked at politically. Uh, the, the United States doesn't, uh, 
they, they react. They, they, they take no pro-action, you know, uh, position on something. They react to everything that happens. Yeah. And, and they call it a problem, and they're going to solve it, which they don't do. Well, Beijing uh, does derive some short-term benefit from the uh, Putin's G-Pact. Uh, the West is preoccupied with supplying Ukraine with arms and economic aid, and China gets uh, Russian gas and oil at a discount. So, because, nobody's surprised there, yeah, but you know, no. it's still all, nearly sixty percent mm-hmm. of uh, China's uh, uh, power grid is created by burning coal. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oil and, and gas is is basically for mm-hmm. for industrial use because most of the homes are empty. We talked about the ghost cities, no. and the 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 oil is uh, that you know that's for their refining process to you know the, you know for the cars that are on the road in China. Remember, China mm-hmm. forty years ago had no cars. Everyone was on a bike yeah, forty years ago. That's true. That's not long ago, Thomas. No, that's it is. Nineteen eighty. Yeah. They were all on bikes, remember? Yeah. Rickshaws. They're still running around with rickshaws. Yeah. And how did Adolf Hitler take over a bankrupt nation? Uh, two words for you, Wikipedia. <laughs> you can read all about it. <laughs> That's right. And why did he invade Poland? <laughs> because the Nazi regime um, had was the first country to develop uh, the ability to extract ga- gas and oil from coal yeah so poland had these huge oil reserves and that's what he went after we need and that gotta have, can't fight a war without oil so that's right there you go uh, same with the japanese <laughs> they attacked the united states because they had to go to indonesia to yeah. get the uh, mm-hmm. danish uh, you know oil fields that were in indonesia same thing you know 90 percent of their oil mm-hmm. came from the u.s so yeah Said he would make Germany great again. Lie to them uh, uh, for the power. Sound familiar? Sounds like Biden, I guess, doesn't it? (laughs) Censoring text. Nice to know that none of your listeners are going to open Wikipedia, but you sure manage to censor my text. How dishonest. Uh, uh, Nobody's censoring anything. What I do, um, if I read every text, that's all we'd be doing is reading text. So I try to find texts that are beneficial to the program. And if they're just Trump trashing, uh, they don't help. They, you know, there's no solving. Uh, you know. Anyway, did I just hear Shane make the totally unfounded claim that there were FBI in the crowd on January 6th? This is wrong. This is what's wrong with talk radio. You spread total lies Without any basis or evidence, shame on you, shame on you, shame, shame. Uh, that that's uh, completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, January sixth committee um, actually uh, interviewed and and uh, had agents come before them, but they didn't include in their report. And they said that yes, they were there. They were amongst the crowd, and that's how they got into the that Michigan group. Um, for which the effect, you know, your Department of Justice went to court with. Um, it, it's sort of like a third person or th- a third act from January 6th, and, and they put some of them in jail, right? That, that's because of the FBI mm-hmm. that did their job. It's amazing. When yeah. they do their job, they don't want to admit to it. Yeah. 
You censor text because you're afraid it'll anger your audience with the truth about the loser Donald Trump wanting to be a dictator. Well, there's 168 hours between shows. I, I think I think you have more more than ample opportunity uh, to find out if Trump wants to be a dictator or not. Uh, there's plenty of places you can go. Frankly, some texts are repetitive, whimsical nonsense. Uh, well, those are the ones I read that are whimsical nonsense. <laughs> but, but yeah, you're right. They are, you know, uh, every week we get the Trump did this and Trump did that. And, you well, know, you're, you're and the it's expert. It's old, you, you know. I mean, it gets old. You, yeah. you went over, what, 10 or 12 weeks of yeah. it, 10, 10 things each Saturday that Trump did during his presidency. So I, I can ask you because – the Eagle Man's a Trump expert. What, what what did he do to be a tyrant or a dictator? I tell me. Yeah. Well, you can't with no, checks and balances in the United States. You can't be a dictator. Okay. Well, what, what executive order or uh, action did he take that, that you know of that was dictatorial or something a dictator would do? Um, I, I, I'm I'm at a loss. Yeah. You know, I, I, well, uh, I, I, I'd have to go back to Lincoln uh, suspending habeas corpus would be the closest thing to dictatorship I can think of. Well, uh, I guess shutting down, yeah, and shutting down flights from China, I, I guess that could be considered dictatorial. Yeah. You know, because of COVID. I mean, mm -hmm. shutting down yeah. the economy, that, that was pretty dictatorial. Yeah. Forcing a hospital ship to leave Florida and come to New York, I guess that's... That, that, that was by executive yeah. It, yeah, so there are a lot of things, I think, with COVID or, or the use yeah. of COVID under the Patriot Act of 2000, yeah. uh, what, what, 2002 or three? Well, um, and forcing it, whoever whoever runs the Javits Center to turn it into a makeshift hospital, I guess that would be dictatorial. So. Well, yeah, it, it didn't work yeah. as a victory site for, for uh, Hillary, so okay. let's put it to yeah. use as a hospital. Okay. Uh, Shane, they want you to provide the evidence the FBI was in the crowd. Well, you just have to go back to the uh, January sixth commission. And mm. It's in their part. Of, it's mm. in their report. So I, yeah. I don't know. And the video. I mean, there clearly is video. That's how they knew. They found out because they they uh, there was video of known FBI mm. agents that yeah. people knew and recognized and identified in the crowd. Yeah. There was zero evidence or uh, who of, did nothing. They didn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. There was there was zero evidence of FBI or Antifa at January sixth. It was Trump supporters with Trump flags. Well, I wonder gee, I wonder why Antifa didn't bring their flags. Well, if Antifa had been there, there would have been, you know, beatings and fires and more destruction than, than there was. Say, yeah. Uh, you know, six months after uh, the January 6th occurrence, you know, they have uh, mm -hmm. people that we've, we talked about it. Um, yeah. You know, they have an architect for the uh, for the Capitol who's mm -hmm. constantly upgrading it. And and he yeah. said that the uh, the damage done would be uh, around $10 million. Well, mm -hmm. considering they spend over uh, $800 million a year in maintenance on the Capitol minimum without mm -hmm. a major project, that that's, you're talking... Yeah. Dollars and donuts, or donuts mm -hmm. to dollars? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, in local news, uh, 
Secretary of State Christy Jacobson announced this week that roughly 4,600 new businesses were registered in the state in July, Shane, just uh, 4,600 in one month. And that was uh, over 4,000 in 2022 in the same month. And uh, through the seven months of uh, 2023, Montana's on pace to set another record of new businesses created. More than 35,000 new business registrations have been filed this year in Montana. So kudos to entrepreneurship, capitalism, and whatever in Montana. Well, you know, it, it, that, that's a... That's a result, you know, it's a 2.1 of reducing taxes. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, 1.1 is uh, increased population. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you see this all over your country. In in any countries with, you know, red red, uh, governments, Mm -hmm. Republican, House, Senate, and and, uh, governorships, they're having this uh, success of surviving this uh, recession. Yeah. And it is the, the people getting hit the hardest right now in your country with the recession you're in are blue states. They're, 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 we just know that we just have to go. Any numbers, will, any numbers you look at will tell you that. Yep, that'll work. Well, the Supreme Court has agreed to hear one of the most important tax cases in history, Shane, uh, which could either green light the con- constitutionality of an elect. Um, sorry, economically disastrous wealth tax or destroy critical parts of the U.S. tax system. So unless the justices take a middle road and define the 16th Amendment, according to the history and tradition of the U.S. tax system, uh, the case will result in bad law or worse outcomes. Now, we're talking about taxes um, I don't want to hear about the 16th Amendment not being ratified. Um, you know, it either was or it wasn't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right no, now, what, it's, it's, if you don't pay your taxes, you're going to be fined or you're going to jail or whatever. So you know, whether it was refi- ratified or not, uh, the courts all, you know, anybody who's tried it um, has failed. So it's, it's what it is. Go for and, it. and of course, the, the the political side of this is um, Trump um, announcing, in, you know, back in 2015, 16, and uh, winning the election, saying that any offshore money held, which was trillions of dollars, it was like four to four point seven trillion dollars held by U.S. corporations offshore because it would be taxed, that they wouldn't be taxed, or they would be taxed, you know, at a at a minimum rate, bringing it home to fund and, and help build America, build plants, you know, increase production in, in the United States. And they did. And so he set up this, you know, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, which is both of which were mm-hmm. successful. Um, over $3 trillion was repatriated um, under under this act. And uh, the Democrats just, you know, they, they can't they can't stand this. And, and uh, anyway, long story short, we'll see what happens with it. Um, the Democrats are suing, saying, you know, this is inappropriate and mm-hmm. the, they should all be taxed and they shouldn't have been allowed to bring this money back for free. And mm-hmm. so there you go. It's $339 billion, which is about what it would be for, you know, uh, the two, two, two to $3 trillion, um, in corporate uh, benefits that came home. Yeah. 
Pro our text line, 478-8298. What evidence of Antifa at January 6th? I didn't say that. The texter said that. <laughs> Neither one yes, of us said anything about Antifa being there. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> and and it's, a, it's a remarkable reality when you look at it from the standpoint of what Antifa means is destruction. Mm-hmm. So clearly, uh, look, there was a wide open discussion about what was going to happen on January 6th. Yeah. You know, we, we mm-hmm. talked about it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what the choices were that, that Trump had and what the choices were that uh, Vice President Pence had. We, we've gone through this. The election of, mm-hmm. uh, of Thomas Jefferson, 1800, the, yeah. uh, the House decided the election of uh, uh, Adams, 20, you know, mm-hmm. Buchanan and Jackson, and then Jackson came back and beat him. I mean, all seven, 1872 after Grant, you know, left the White House after two, I mean, so you've had four occasions where the House has in some way made the determination without the Electoral College of picking a president. Yeah. So... All Trump was doing is following the history of your country, for God's sake. There you it, go. It, 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 <laughs> nobody wants to talk about history. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> Maybe not dictatorial, but Trump did what everyone else uh, that's ever been elected has done. He bought into the propaganda of the Kung flu. Uh, he thought it was the best pass forward toward reelection, but instead it opened the doors for the mail-in voter fraud that lost him his job. Well, I, I, I think this was uh, the one weak moment of President Trump's presidency. Uh, you've been at war uh, with China um, on a uh, economic basis, uh, money. You've been at war with China on a medical basis with disease. They, they, they first sent the Chinese flu over in, in the 70s, and you know it's continued since then. So now it's drugs and disease. And, and these are acts of war. Meanwhile, uh, just want to update everyone on, on foreign holdings. Uh, the Chinese have gone from $1.3 trillion of owning of debt owned. Uh, that was 2019. They, th- they sold $300 billion in uh, October of, of 2019 and bought up the personal and uh, private and personal protection gear. That's why the price of masks and gloves went up because they owned them all. And so they knew it was what they were doing. Anyway, they sold 300 billion, dropped under a trillion, and they've sold another 100 billion. Now they're under 900 billion. So China is taking a definite uh, position against your country now, financially, uh, economically, uh, drug-wise, and uh, disease. So Trump made a big mistake when he shut down flights from China. He should have literally just said. We're done with China. Mm. Nothing, because nothing was needed with COVID. They, they shut it all down. He, he could have easily just shut down all uh, mm. production, I mean, all uh, trade with China. And mm. it would have given the United States an opportunity to get catch, come back and start mm. making, you know, $3, you know, potato or pancake flippers and towel, tea towels and socks. Yeah, with union labor. That would have been okay. There's nothing wrong with union labor. Well, there's nothing wrong with union labor except it's going to increase the price of the of the yeah, pancake they, flipper and the towel. There's guys making there's guys making stock in the United States without unions. So I understand you, that, yeah. but anyway. 
Hey, Tom and Shane, there are verified claims that there were instigators there that were not part of Trump's MAGA people. They said there was people there that clearly acted like they were Antifa in instigating things. Well, we did see shots from the videos that were taken of people in black with hoods. So mm -hmm. yeah. that's that that's, you know, that's a that's a cold case file of what does Antifa look like? <laughs> Uh, if you believe Trump believed he won, that shows how he refuses to listen to the facts and should never be trusted with decision-making. Well, maybe maybe he truly does think he lost. And when you think about it, um, Al Gore thought he won. Uh, Hillary Clinton thought she won. And, you know, so uh, where's, where's the problem there? Well, the problem was when all of these came before the vice president of the United States to confirm the election and the electoral mm -hmm. uh, votes cast, uh, a member of anyone in the House could stand up mm -hmm. and object as long as they had uh, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the proper form yeah. and the signature on it of a senator. Didn't happen. So mm -hmm. you can't do it. That, yep. That's what's required. All right. Uh, from our our app chat line, AM fourteen fifty KMMS on your smartphone. Uh, there were known Antifa at January six riots. There's film of them changing clothes and putting on Trump gear. So, there you go. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. A lot more to come. Seven minutes after the hour of ten a.m. It's Saturday. It's August 12, twenty three. Tommy Galop, your Bozeman, Montana morning mayor here. Shane Matabin, half man, half amazing. In Kamloops, Canada, we are international and always have been, so. <laughs> and around the world. <laughs> I want to get to this uh, tax thing with the Supreme Court in just a second, Shay, but we got an interesting, uh, uh, we got an interesting um, uh, text. Uh, domestic oil production is at record levels. Why are oil companies gouging us? Well, because... Russia is uh, <laughs> supplying all of Europe with oil at discount prices is one reason. And the mix, you know, during yeah. the spring, summer, summer fall, yeah, the, the summer mix, yeah, the, the, the summer mix is in place. So mm -hmm. the refineries will start transitioning over to the late fall winter mix. And mm -hmm. it, 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 it's a reality that fewer people mm -hmm. are, are traveling, mm -hmm. which is probably had more to do with the price not being higher. Yeah, um, but I suspect you'll see oil go higher. They're saying no, but I just see that as mm. we're. Well, the other thing too, uh, the Fed's raising rates, uh, so borrowing uh, for anything is more expensive. So that's gonna that's gonna influence the uh, price of gasoline. And, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, I was absolutely amazed you brought that up because CNN and MSNBC this week reported Thomas that for the first time. Um, U.S. credit card debt in the United States went over a trillion. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You and I, we were talking about pre-COVID. It was at 1.7 trillion. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and 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 then the Americans took the money they got and paid down 500 billion to 1.2 mm -hmm. trillion. Yeah. And you know, and right now it's back up to you know 1.3 trillion. I, where are these people at? I mean, where do they get their information, Thomas? It's, they, they don't even go to the government. I mean. Yeah, I. Boy, I don't know. I know. <laughs> we'll see. Sad, sad, yeah. sad. Let's see if we have a caller on the line. Five two two talk is the number. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Okay. 
Now that's what I thought. That line never works. I don't know what. You should look. At, you should look at me. Yeah. I can hear him first. Huh? No, I've got it plotted down so I could try uh, to hear him too. So, but all right, all right. Let's get back to this tax case. Uh, try again, caller. Uh, we'll get you on. Um, uh, this case is Moore versus United States, and it concerns the uh, constitutionality of the 2017 Tax Cuts and Job Act. The act imposed a mandatory repatriation tax on pre-2018 profits that companies and some U.S. shareholders uh, stored abroad. So if you park your uh, park your money in the Caymans or, you know, somewhere in Switzerland or wherever, um, the previously there was no tax due unless you brought it back to the United States. Uh, less whatever taxes you had to pay in the country where it is. Uh, so, uh, and that may be possible too. Well, I believe yeah. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but I believe the tax prior to this legislation was 38% on it. And I think Trump dropped it to something like 22 or 15% or 15 and a half. Well, carpet tax. Yeah. No, that they repatriated back. So yeah. Yeah, instead of paying 38, they paid 15, yeah. and then they used it to build new plants. Okay. That You know, mm-hmm. that was the deal. You you can't just bring it back, buy stock, and pay, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know the the staff. If you're going to bring it back, yeah. it, we're talking trillions. We, we want stuff built. We want new. We want new industry in the U.S. under your brand. So, yeah. and they, so Trump got it done. Common sense. Good guy. Yeah. Well, previously, as I mentioned, foreign business profits went untaxed until they returned to U.S. tax uh, shareholders. But under mandatory repatriation tax passed as part of the Republicans' comprehensive uh, international tax reform, profits were taxed even if shareholders never received the income. Uh, so that generated uh, $339 billion uh, in uh, tax uh, uh, revenues. Revenue, yeah. yeah. Uh, individual and corporate taxes. So the court faces a difficult decision. Is this mandatory tax on foreign profits that shareholders never actually received um, constitutional? Uh, The Supreme Court has maintained since 1920 that income must be clearly realized for it to be taxable. Yet the U.S. tax code is riddled with taxes on unrealized income. So... We'll see where this goes because this could this could be a big decision, Shane. Well, and it could affect the economy significantly. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to give you one example of one industry, mm-hmm. there are at least one hundred eighty-seven thousand hotels around the world, and seventeen point five million guest rooms around the world, and the hospitality industry is worth over four point five trillion dollars. Of which a large part, like over fifty percent, is out of the United States or Canada mm-hmm. around the world. Mm-hmm. So you know, pre-COVID, there are ninety-four thousand uh, hotel and motel businesses that dropped to seventy-seven thousand. You know, in twenty twenty, when they shut everything down in the U.S., uh, it's now back to around ninety-six thousand. So these numbers mm-hmm. are going to go back to pre-COVID numbers, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, th- this is why that's one example of uh, a dozen different industries that have a huge impact on what the Supreme Court will decide. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting as to how they how they tackle this. Uh, the main tenet of partnership tax law is that partners are taxed on income allocated to them for tax purposes, whether or not they actually receive the income. Uh, the Supreme Court upheld this principle in 1938, less than three decades after the 16th Amendment. And since 1962, the United States has also taxed the passive and highly mobile income of overseas corporations controlled by U.S. shareholders, whether or not the income is distributed to them to prevent aggressive tax avoidance strategies. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, I have a problem. If I don't get the money, I don't think I should be taxed on it, Shane. <laughs> well, of course not. <laughs> it's, it's... <laughs> that, that seems like a pretty lame tax law to me, passed by Republicans. That's right. <laughs> so the government is likely to win due to the irreconcilable <laughs> consequences of upending the current tax system. So uh, the government is probably going to prevail there, and that law is probably going to stay in place because uh, the Justice Department focused heavily on the established constitutionality of these existing tax regimes. So if they change it, uh, the FBI may be uh, going after a lot more of us than Hunter <laughs> if they go south. So I guess we'll uh, I guess we'll find out uh, one way or another. So. Well, we should know by June of next year, I guess, uh, Shane, if that's gonna if that's gonna transpire, if that's if that's actually gonna happen. So, well, and again, the yeah. the, the thing about it is the impact it would have on the economy next year at that time. You know, yeah. so say we find out in September, that's too that could be the October surprise. Mm-hmm. That yeah. decision. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, in case of Donald Trump, the U.S. District Court's uh, Tanya uh, Chetkin, she's the one in Delaware, I believe, Shane, that uh, uh, the plea deal went uh, with uh, Biden as well. But uh, the uh, attorney for President Trump, uh, how much he can publicly discuss evidence as he faces trial for uh, seeking to overturn the 2020 election uh, she hashed out a deal that gives Trump more latitude to discuss evidence gathered in the January 6th case while blocking the uh, sharing of sensitive uh, discoveries such as witnesses testimony and things like that. Yeah, I don't think he should go. I don't think he should be running around mentioning names of who's going to show up or not, which would probably be um, uh, uh, Pence for one. Um well, here's a perfect example of what he did this week. You know, he was in Iowa, and uh, he brought up, uh, you know, that ex-governor of New Jersey. And he was talking about, uh, you know, this gentleman and, and how big he was. And someone yelled out in the audience, fat pig. Yeah. And he said, oh, no, no, we, we, we can't call him fat pig. That, yeah. that wouldn't be right. And, and uh, so we're not going to use the word fat pig. To describe him, I mean, it, it, th- this is uh, an example of what he will do. Anything that's been released to the media, or the media has talked about, or has been leaked, he can freely talk about. You know, if it's yeah. from a third party, he can make comment on it. So, I, I, this again, this is a political effort to try and grab as much as a 24-hour news cycle as they can. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, of course, announced yeah. on a Friday and blah, 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 blah. Well, that's what they keep telling me, so. <laughs> yeah, that's what they tell you. 
Uh, All those texters tell you that there, right. Eagle Man. <laughs> Let's see. I think we got we finally got somebody flipped over to a line. I think I I can answer Shay. So <laughs> five That's two good. two. Five two two talk is number five two two eight two five five. Caller, thanks for calling back here on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for uh, putting me on. <laughs> no problem. So I'll cut to the chase. Uh, last week, Vladimir Putin he uh, he jailed his main political opponent. I don't remember what he supposedly charged him with, but it's eerily similar to what's going on right now with President Trump. Biden, he passes the word down to Merrick Garland, uh, Attorney General, or whatever, and then they hook up their, you know, their headhunter Jack Smith, and essentially what they're trying to do, from where I'm sitting, and I pay for close attention to what's going on. This is fascism in the White House right now, and has been going on for some time. They're doing everything that they possibly can to prevent. Donald Trump from regaining the White House with all these phony charges, trumped-up charges, if you don't mind, that play on words. And they're all, you know, the counts, it's like the documents and stuff. It's like, you know, it's like Joe Biden apparently has got classified documents stashed in everywhere from his garage to his China office building, whatever that is, and no one, you know, it's it's um, it's an attempt to prevent somebody from running for president, and it's this is what totalitarian people do. Fidel mm -hmm. Castro did it, Stalin did it, Hitler did it, and now I think you can add Joe Biden and Merrick Garland to that group of nefarious characters, and uh, that's my opinion. And I don't uh, pay any attention to CNN and MSNBC. Mm -hmm. All they are is water carriers for the Democrat Party, and they, they spew lies and half-truths and misquotes. And, you know, when they refer to the Bidens, it's always alleged, just alleged. Well, there's so much evidence against the Biden crime family right now that, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Al Capone probably had less. And, you know, they got all these LLC corporations and they're known as shell companies, what they're known for. And the reason they're called shell companies, it's like the old pee in the shell game. Mm -hmm. You know, you put the pee under and then you shuffle the shells around yeah. so no one really knows where the pee is. <laughs> That's why all these corporations Biden set up are called shell corporations. And, you know, when you got all these suspicious bank activity reports and on mm -hmm. and on and testimony and, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's going to take to read chapter and verse to these liberals and everything yeah. for them to realize that we've got a crook in the White House. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's my opinion. I will not be deterred, and I won't be silent. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Go for it, man. All right, brothers. Thanks Adios. for the call. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, this tax thing, uh, history and tradition uh, would allow the Supreme Court to strike down uh, a future wealth tax that has been law, uh, which has never been law before, and preserve the longstanding constitutional requirement uh, that income be clearly realized. But uh, a narrow decision that invokes a history and tradition test would be the best method for the Supreme Court to preserve the current U.S. tax system 
and constrain lawmakers from passing new unconstitutional taxes on wealth. And they would, uh, uh, the mandatory reparation tax should be uh, constitutional under this test because the U.S. has a long history of taxing unrealized gains in its international tax code, having done so since 1962. So I think that will, I, I, I think the U.S. is going to prevail in that decision. Well, the other interesting factor about this that the caller mentioned is that uh, of these 20 companies, uh, they were all set up, all 20, between 2010 and 14. You know, while uh, Biden was vice president under the first Obama in his in administration and uh, before the 2012 election. So they didn't get they didn't use them until the, they won the second term. And then these 20 companies were started started up into uh, providing the, uh, you know, the ability to move the graph from 2014-15 through. Mm -hmm. So all this is coming out. I'm not making any of this up. It's all public. And it's all been discovered in the last five months by the House investigating committee. So Mm -hmm. yay for that, because somebody's actually doing it. Yeah. Well, the latest federal indictment of former President Donald Trump was handed down this week, and all of the authority of uh, (laughs) papal infallibility, uh, pundits lined up to proclaim that case is the greatest prosecution in history, Shane. This is the (laughs) largest case ever. And uh, so uh, in order to secure convictions for this, special counsel Jack Smith would need to bulldoze through not just the First Amendment, but also existing case law holding that even false statements are protected, Shane. So everything you say here, Shane, that's not true is protected. (laughs) Whatever you say. We like to think under our both our mm-hmm. our chartered constitutions that you know common law says yeah. you know free thinking and free speech are the same. So we'll we'll find out where that goes. But again, mm-hmm. you know th- th- this is a a political prompt. Uh, they know they can't get him to court before the election. Uh, there's just too much opportunity and information for him to. Uh, discover as they say in 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 law and you know that'll take a year just discovery of of all this information about 2000 you know the election 2020 and then of course january 6th so hold mm-hmm. hold on to your hat this isn't even time to put on your seat belt yet i know just, yeah this this is gonna go yeah. a while so yeah it's just, yeah Well, one problem is immediately uh, evident. If Trump actually did or does believe that he did not lose the election, the indictment collapses. And so, in an effort to demonstrate his knowledge, the indictment details how many people told Trump that he was wrong about the election and wrong about the law. Uh, He listened to a, a small group of lawyers who assured him that the challenge might succeed and that there was evidence of massive election fraud, even though none has come to light so far. Well, but anybody that testifies to the fact they told him not to, mm-hmm. and he still said he lost the election, right there destroys the government's case. Yeah. You know, the, the government's mm-hmm. claiming mm-hmm. that he knew what he did was wrong. Yeah. No, he believed it was stolen. He mm-hmm. said it. A lot of people came into his office, historians, lawyers, you know, mm-hmm. guys that have written books, 
and and told him the history of his country and and he, so the more he listened and and the more he read on his own, uh, he he came to believe clearly in his mind that he, he won it and um, it was uh, it was it was uh, regrettably it's, mm-hmm. here's the situation it was his to lose and they told him he did but he doesn't believe it so mm-hmm. yeah th- their case is over and yeah. anybody says otherwise is only helping his case. Yeah, I, I, Inclu- including the vice president. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. But Trump is allowed to seek out enablers who tell him what he wants to hear. All presidents do this. Joe Biden, for example, uh, ignored virtually unanimous legal opinion uh, and relied on a single law professor's uh, testimony or uh, uh, advice, I guess, to justify an obviously unconditional executive order that later uh, had to be reversed and— uh, that was the eviction ruling, uh, no evictions uh, during COVID, things like that. So, um, uh, Well, like you, Eagleman, yeah. I'm a guy of common sense. Amen. And both of us read both sides so we can give a nonpartisan, mm-hmm. you know, non-biased uh, overview of something. And uh, I, I don't take great pleasure in having to listen to some of the network news in your country, but mm. I have to. But you know, they're, they're like I, you and I had that conversation. Yeah. You get B, you get BBC British Broadcasting sure. Company, absolutely, uh, and and it's great news. It's, it's global and and uh, it's and, and it's great. So yeah. we, we that's what we do. We, we 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 bear down and listen to everything so that we you know we're not demonstrative. We're just opinionated. Yeah. Uh, in the 2012 uh, decision, United States versus Alvarez, the Supreme Court held 6-3 that it's unconstitutional to criminalize lies in a case involving a politician who had knowingly lied about his military decorations. So, um, you know, I mean, there's a precedent for, for this that, uh, you know, even, even lies are, are mis, uh, misinformation or bad information, um, you know, is protected speech. Well, four times Wise's uh, cases that uh, of his own interpretation of the law have gone to the Supreme Court, and he's lost them all. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. A couple more were accusing uh, a senator from New Jersey of taking money, and uh, the, a senator from North Carolina that ran for president. And, and w- walked away because he was having an affair with his camera girl or whatever, mm-hmm. and and all these people, you know, Wise took them to the white to the Supreme Court and they lost. So mm-hmm. it, the precedent's already there. Everything the government is doing with Trump and accusing Trump of, there's already precedent and procedure and precedent will win the day for Trump, and no matter how long mm-hmm. or how much it costs, it'll he'll win. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on the bottom of the hour. When we come back, we've got to talk about uh, President Trump. Uh, he's got a trial date of January 2nd, Shane, coming up, <laughs> which which should be pretty interesting. And also, Democrats are going to question whether it's the economy anymore, stupid. And GOP alarms go off after the Ohio abortion vote. So we're going to be talking about all of that when we come back. So stay tuned. We've still got a full half hour to go. It's a beautiful Saturday morning, 29 after the hour. And uh, we're happy to be with you. Happy to have you along with us. And we will return with more right after the news. Stay tuned. 
27 minutes for the top of the hour. Tommy Gullup, your Bo- Bozeman morning mayor in the house. Shane McDowell, half man, half amazing in Kamloops, Canada. And uh, our good friend uh, Jeff chimes in, uh, uh, Shane, with uh, yes, at 12.76 million barrels a day. That is a record. However, we use 20 million barrels a day and have to import the rest from uh, 60% from Canada, 10% from Mexico, uh, Saudi, Iraq, Colombia, and uh, 15% from others. And if we were able to uh, drill in Alaska and uh, other places, um, we wouldn't have to import that oil. But we've always not. imported oil from Canada and Mexico. No, Even when we're so. energy independent, we still... Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, we still... It, it, it replaces foreign... Uh, you know, the government paying, paying out foreign... Money directly, yeah. so they, they're just having the American people, you know, mm-hmm. pay out to foreign country money by, by purchasing oil, and they know that. That's why they're doing it. Well, and also too, for years OPEC set the price, and until we came along and, you know, started drilling, uh, under Trump and started the uh, uh, Keystone Pipeline and other pipelines around the country, and um, so. Yeah, we we were pretty much back to uh, when we first discovered oil in Oklahoma and Texas. <laughs> that That's right. we call we call the shots on the price of oil. So anyway, yeah. Oh, let's see. Uh, what a, uh, economy record low employment. Nothing to do with the president. Uh, inflation down to less than three percent. Nothing to do with him uh, with the president. Record oil production, nothing to do with the president. Stock market booming, nothing to do with the president. Tell me tell me your metric why the economy looks so bad. Well, I filled up my gas tank the other day, and I went to the grocery store. So That's right. You tell me. So, you know, they announced this week the CPI report, 3.18% inflation compared to mm-hmm. 2.97% inflation last month. Yeah. So it's not really down. It's up, and, of course, it was 8.5% last year, mm-hmm. and we know it's double digits because they don't include yeah. gas and food. Yeah. So, I mean, you're, you're basically 13 to 15% inflation rate. That's, yep. that's what it is. We are. So if I walk into a bank and say, stick them up, give me your money, that's just free speech. Get it. Trump did <laughs> nothing wrong. Actually, I can walk into a bank and say, stick them up and give me your money if I don't have a weapon or any threatening way of uh, getting the teller to open the uh, drawer and hand me cash. <laughs> I mean, I might go, I might go to trial for it, but my right to lie, you know, I'm not there to rob the bank. I just thought it'd be fun to do it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and as you know, the secret service was created under grant after Lincoln was killed. <laughs> and until the FBI came along, they were responsible for, bank robberies and of course the FBI took over when when they came along but it's it's one of these fascinating realities that boy uh, 25,000 people can die by gun crimes but the FBI doesn't want any bank robbers out there no no way yeah all right by the way Trump's uh, weapon was his office he threatened others to do his bidding what Biden's not doing the same thing <laughs> Jeez. it's it's incredible isn't it I know we are still energy independent. Who told you otherwise? Meaning we export more coal, coal, natural gas, and other than we import. 
Well, that's right because uh, you, we get a better you you get a better price for it. Yeah. And remember, we talked about this five years ago. Uh, natural gas in in, in these uh, expensive drilling areas of your country, like the Permian and stuff, they, they need six dollar gas for it. So, you know, we we saw this a year ago. Uh, gas at twelve. Mm-hmm. Probably it's gonna. It'll pro- I would suspect you know by by the middle of winter it'll be back to eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably will. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it's the economy, stupid. That's what we used to think, I guess, for decades. That's been the uh, sound political strategy. Uh, the question uh, a growing number of Democrats are asking, however, is whether that's still the case. As President Biden deals with stronger economic numbers but low approval ratings at a time of ever greater uh, political polarization when abortion rights is the hot election issue of the day and former President Trump continues to shadow and change the American political landscape, is it still the economy? Or I I think what's happened to us with the economy, Shane, we're numb. We're numb to it. You know, it's... You know, we've been hit on the head with a hammer so many times. We're numb there. We don't feel it. Well, it's, it's, um, allow me to use an analogy. Uh, it's like fighting a war. Mm-hmm. Uh, until you feel the cost of the war at home, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it doesn't, you know, you fought for 20 years and mm-hmm. it never really interfered with or yeah. cost anybody at home anything. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the lives that were lost, but, you know, they always, you know, deferred to that how, how small it was and mm-hmm. the golden hour after someone being shot, being saved. Uh, look, the, the bottom line is we know where we're at in the economy. Historically, mm-hmm. Clinton got elected because of the economy. Uh, uh, Bush got elected because uh, Obama got elected because of the economy. And it, it will be um, mm-hmm. a partial cause of people to make a decision next year how big of a reason will it be we won't know until we see everyone vote yeah well the the big problem is the stupid covid thing came along and that destroyed every model that's previous to it so from 2021 on we're we're now setting new models of what's what's normal and we're and we're sitting on this inflation as normal. We're sitting on almost four dollar gas as normal. Yes. And exactly. when we go to vote, we're not going to think, "Gee, I wish gas was cheaper." Uh, gee, I wonder if, uh, uh, you know, my my guy or gal can reduce the cost of gasoline, and I'm going to vote for him. Well, and I think uh, the underground economy I always talk about in your country is. You know, running around uh, 1.2 trillion dollars for the last 20 years. I, I think it's moved to probably 1.4 mm-hmm. uh, because of what we're seeing. That it, and 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 so people are doing a, a lot of swap out cash for work or whatever mm-hmm. to try and make up for it because that's the only way they can. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. that that's what my feeling is, and that's what I see. I, I always I, in my, the models I put together about the market, I always include that because. It's, it's so important mm-hmm. to realize uh, the amount of uh, effect that has on your economy because it's all cash, cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No credit, no credit cards, no receipts, just cash. Yeah. Uh, I don't look 53, so why can't I identify my 40s? Uh, and that way it would be easier for me to get a waitress job. Well, you certainly can. Hey. Well, you don't need to do that. There's all kinds of waitress jobs out there. Mm-hmm. They're in the city, town, you know, village, whatever measure of size of where you live. They're in a restaurant that doesn't need help. Yeah. It's it's all over the place. Yeah. If people can change their sex, why can't we change your age? There's a lot of elderly people that can get a job if they were just younger. Yeah. I agree with that. I've always, uh, I've, well, before retirement, I, I wanted to identify as 67 so I could get my Social Security earlier, but... I don't know. They uh, they didn't seem to buy that. Uh, nobody. No, they don't. No, uh, nobody sent me a Bud Light can. Congratulations, you're you're retired. <laughs> so. Yeah, n- n- nobody that uh, collects Social Security can hose Social mm-hmm. Security. Mm-hmm. It's all the thieves and crooks out there that yeah. you know figure out how to how to steal. Yeah. Uh, you know who believes the uh, charges against Trump are fake? People who refuse to read indictments and prefer to listen to someone tell them what to believe. Well, uh, I'll believe a jury or a judge when it's all over. That's that's where I'm going. Fair enough. Yeah. I I never said the charges against him were fake. <laughs> yeah. No, but but the bottom line to all this is mm-hmm. again, what's the policy? What's the politics? Why are they doing it? Uh, it, mm-hmm. it and uh, you know we've we've explained it all. It's it's pretty clear. Yeah, it's a political policy. Oh yeah, no, uh, we allow we allow China to slow walk uh, into our economy, and uh, now we have to figure out how to slow walk away from them. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Yeah, because uh, you know as I mentioned before, we can we can make everything here that's made in China, but it's just going to cost ten times more. Uh, to make well, it, I, I, I'm not sure of that because, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's th- that's supposedly the argument, mm-hmm. but there's too many small companies out there which are 60 percent of your economy doing exactly that, making money, mm-hmm. selling products uh, as as yeah. cheap or even cheaper than China. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they just don't get the recognition because all that would lead to is seriously considering cutting off all, all trade with China. Yeah. Uh, you, if you if you want to cause a collapse in 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 China, you you, you just stop trading with them. I mean, literally overnight, the, the country would mm. you know within several months the the whole thing would come apart at the seams. I was going to say it is already. It, it is already. I mean, it, yeah, China's in deep doo doo. Uh, well, we can get we can get plenty of stuff from Indonesia and Vietnam and oh, absolutely, you know, yeah. whatever. So. And tennis shoes. Remember, white people buy them, too. That's true, yeah. From our text line, 406-478-8298, you won't believe a jury. Who are you kidding? Your tribe doesn't even believe election results. <laughs> yeah, we do. We just say there's no there's no proof so far that there was election fraud, enough election fraud to overturn the election. We've said that since the day after the election, so. Well, your your federal government by indicting Trump for the ridiculous charges will find out sometime in the next mm-hmm. six months, way before the election, just how much mm-hmm. corruption in the election of 2020 there yeah. was that, mm-hmm. that they didn't investigate because yeah. his lawyers are going to dig into it. So here sure. we go. Yeah. 
Tom, Tom, why do you think Apple doesn't make phones here? Labor. Well, that's true to some extent, except that we're not talking about sitting in a hut whittling a, uh, you know, a, a plastic spoon or a wooden spoon. Uh, in order to deal with uh, iPhones and all of that, you have to have a pretty educated workforce to do the computer and the chips and everything else that go into that. So, uh, yeah, they're not getting paid five bucks a day to do that in China. Well, and you know, Apple announced this week the numbers, you know, for the the, the first quarter and year over year, the the number of phones sold were down. We we anticipated mm-hmm. that yeah. because of the supply chain and. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, you know, uh, China is, yeah. it hasn't, you know, they keep saying they're reopening. They mm-hmm. haven't. Yeah. And uh, so this will continue. It's like we listened for two years being told that there was a chip shortage, right? N- n- you know, and of course, in the last two weeks, your media is out. Oh, there's no more chip shortage. It's, there never was one, but it was a good story at the time. Okay. Uh, Tom, 70% of Republicans do not believe in election results. Well, that's BS. Um, I, I would be surprised if 10% believe, uh, that the results were wrong regarding Trump. Uh, why would, why would Republicans believe a jury when there doesn't, uh, they don't believe election results? We believe the election results. <laughs> okay. Well, why, why do Democrats say believe science and then deny it? Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You might as well say the same thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, nobody mentioned it, so I will. A 75-year-old man who's so obese he can't stand up without a cane was executed by the FBI in a quaint uh, Provo, Utah neighborhood on Thursday. Uh, this is how tyrants enforce their rules. Get ready for this to become normal. Oh, wait, the NFL season starts soon. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the NFL season. Uh, execute, continue the execution still. Uh, morale improves. Uh, let's see. Oh, gee. Um, <laughs> the, the proof for uh, 70% of Republicans don't think the election? Politico. <laughs> that's his, that's his, that's his, uh, his source. Well, I, I would tend to believe that Republicans have a, 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 a large number of, of mm-hmm. Republican yeah. re- registered Republicans yeah. in mm-hmm. your country. I would believe at least seventy percent believe that. I, yeah. you know, I, I, I have no reason to think mm-hmm. it wouldn't be even higher. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he's prefaced his remarks now. Uh, Republicans don't think the election was free and fair. Now we know for a fact that many election. Uh, procedures were changed without the legislatures in those states okaying those changes. So oh, well, we've heard that from yeah. the, mm-hmm. you know, we've heard that from uh, Mr. Biden. You yeah. know, before mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about my son's business. To mm-hmm. I was never in in, in business with my son. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> well, change, you know, change the talking point. You know, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, go from a big lie to a smaller lie. Yeah, See, there that, you go. Gay says. Uh, it only matters who counts the votes, and that would be true. <laughs> that would be so very true. Yeah. Or in this case, how they counted the votes. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Let's suppose seventy percent of the uh, percent of the P- Republicans think the election was stolen. 
So what? Well, the interesting thing here is is that we've heard for months that Georgia is going to charge your president again with another, uh, you know, crime, a state crime. Mm -hmm. But they, they haven't pulled the trigger on it. I, I'm thinking now they're looking at it and going, oh, this could be a mistake because if we do it, he can call everybody in regards to the 2020 election in Georgia to the to a mm -hmm. trial or here, you know, doing discovery. Yeah. So again, will they shoot themselves in the foot again? Because uh, you know, another charge is going to guarantee him the nomination mm -hmm. and probably the presidency. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Five two two eight two five five. Caller, you're on with Tom and Shane. What's up? Hey guys, it's AW here. How you doing, AW? Glad to hear from you. I'm feeling good. Uh, I think I find it rich that no uh, libtards ever call in and, and debate you. They send these text to you and just kind of say, oh, Republicans this, Republicans that. I can, sh there's thousands of hours of liberals saying that they don't believe in the, the elections. So let's just stop this nonsense of like, oh, it's just Republicans that don't believe in uh, the results of the, the election. Uh, there's plenty of them. Uh, Hillary Clinton, just to start the, the conversation, is on record a million times saying, oh, false president, fake president, this, that, and the other. Yep. It's not real. But, but uh, I That's encourage true. all the uh, libtards out there to call in and actually debate, or, or not even debate, just talk with uh, with you guys. Yeah. And uh, I'd, I'd like to hear it, actually. I'd like to hear more liberals call in and, mm -hmm. and, and talk with you guys. But yeah. Anyway, nice to hear from you. I listen to you all the time. I don't call in very often, but uh, you guys are the best. All right, man. Thanks so much. We appreciate it. Yep. All right, take care. All right. Yeah. Uh, do you think Republicans will accept a jury when uh, without any evidence? Well, <laughs> the jury would have evidence, and they would, they would pretty well prove it. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm a never Trump conservative. Uh, who doesn't support lies? Uh, well, then you support Biden. So I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy Enjoy. with him. Yeah. Trump is not in office. Biden is. I can't make laws. Our government does. Our current administration is shutting down our resources, and that is on them. So there you go. So it's so true. I, how can you argue that? Yeah. Well, if you don't if you don't support Biden, then uh, I guess you don't support anything. Yeah, that's very good, Eagle Man. I like that. <laughs> or anything worthwhile. Yeah. Well, I think Republicans will accept a jury verdict. <laughs> yep, but will will the other half of your country, the yeah. you know, the d Democratic uh, mm -hmm. supporters, accept it? You know, they, they don't accept science when they're told to by well, their own true, party. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so. Nope, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. So. No, it doesn't. Uh, let's see if we can get one more story in here before we have to go. Um, we've got to talk about uh, this Ohio vote, Shane. Uh, the huge voter turnout against a special ballot measure in Ohio that would have made it tougher to protect abortion rights is setting off alarm bells among Republican strategists who say abortion will be a problem for their party in 2024. 
and I couldn't agree with them more. Unless, unless the Republicans get off the abortion issue, uh, they are in uh, deep trouble because the, the independent women voter, Shane, uh, will never have an abortion under any circumstances for themselves, but they will vote for the woman that wants to have one. Oh, agreed, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, th this is uh, a political policy mm -hmm. for which the GOP are, are damaging their brand. We've talked about it, and we've done a good job of it yeah. because we brought it to the forefront, and you mm -hmm. called it, and you were right about 2020. Yeah. It did swing the election. I think you're right. It really uh, did. Having said yeah. that, the interesting thing about this is you know, uh, Ohio has a house and, and of uh, House legislators, state legislator that passes and the governor signs it. But this is what the Supreme Court wanted. They wanted individual states to do mm -hmm. this. So yeah. th this is a great thing about the Republican Party and Trump. They want to teach Americans how everything works. So Ohioans uh, went to the polls and they learned how it works and their vote counts mm -hmm. on a specific issue. I think that people would just wish they could have more choices like that. Mm -hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see because Ohio is one of those states you got to win. No Republicans won the presidency, I don't believe, without Ohio. Uh, you know, and the same thing's going to happen in Pennsylvania. It's going to happen in Wisconsin. It's going to happen in Michigan. All those Rust Belts, all those Rust Belts. Rust Belt states that, uh, you know, Republicans have to win. Uh, I, I don't see those states turning red uh, anytime soon. Well, it takes two-thirds majority of the states to allow, a, a, you know, a, a change or an a addition to the Bill of Rights. So in the 21st century technology, this proves, because of how quickly this happened, and they voted, that you know, maybe Americans uh, should in every state be allowed to have a vote on, let's say, the budget. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they can put this together mm -hmm. in less than three months and people went and voted, then there, it, mm -hmm. uh, why wouldn't two-thirds required vote of the states uh, ratify a budget in Washington? Sounds yeah. good to me. Uh, it certainly would. It certainly mm -hmm. might affect the policy, even if there. Even if it was just a vote, you know, and, and uh, the party in charge goes, oops, <laughs> I guess we. I can't I can't see any Congress that could justify a single dollar of tax money being spent on anything. It, well, you're, it's a good call. Oh, look, time. Listen, everyone. What about it? Great show, Tom. <laughs> you're my best friend forever. I appreciate this time with you. Be happy, be safe, everyone. <laughs> And live in the moment, every moment, a moment in your life is right now today with your family, your friends, and us. So thank you for the moments you've spent with us. We'll talk to you again next weekend. And uh, be happy and be safe and live to work because that's, that's what the happiest people in our countries do. They, they have something they love and they wake up every day and they're happy to do it. So hats off to you, Eagle Man. You're the best. All right, man. Thanks so much. And if you missed any part of the show or any of our shows, they're all online. We record everything here because we're not afraid to back up what we say. So there you are. Thank you, Shane. Always a pleasure, man. Uh, thanks for being here. And thanks to all the callers. Thanks to the texters. Uh, misguided as some of you are, but that's okay. We're happy you're listening. So that's the whole point. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, we appreciate that very much. So thanks. Thanks for being with us. Uh, also, uh, we'll, um, uh, all of our shows are at KMMSAM.com. Click on Tom and Shane's podcast, and uh, you'll be taken over to uh, where our shows are. This one will be up about 1130 or so, I think. So uh, if you missed any part of it and want to hear some more, it's also commercial-free, no news, nothing but Tom and Shane and callers and texters. So that's going to wrap it up for us. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys so much out there. And I will be back next week. And right now, I am out of here.